everyone welcome back to drop frames on our new time of date oh no we're touching shoulders and you've got there you go wait how did you do that by moving your desk oh my god his desk is on a swivel no his camera's on a swivel. Well, my or my things on my monitor but yeah oh okay god <laughs> actually god. uh co is just revolving the world around himself a little bit ah as That's, I do the rest of the world. Yeah. Makes it easy. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Man, you are actually like, we're all giant in frame. I don't know what's going on here. <clears throat> Anyways, it's Sunday. We're still getting used to the new day, guys. Okay. It's weird. It's weird. Cameras are weird. Green screen's weird. It's Sunday. And me and Co keep touching shoulders. I don't, I'm not. Super, super strange. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into it. I cannot wait to be like, I, every, I swear every Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like you're the shit behind you. You need to get in a different room. You're about to be taken by boxes in in this. Oh, the I'm, thing that I'm, I'm looking at. In boxes. I, it's like it's like a maze going out of this place. Yeah, and, and then yeah, I I am I everything's on hold. Every my whole streaming life is on hold while this other place gets like finished up. So I'm very excited to get it all ready and done. And yeah, what uh, what's the big delay right now? What's the what's holding you back? Um. Right now, they got about uh, two thirds of the main flooring in last Friday. Okay, and they have to finish getting the rest of the flooring in. Uh, we're waiting on the, the carpet for the main room, and I'm getting a special kind of green screen flooring for the VR room, which apparently is hard to get. Um, and then they have to do the trim and the paint, and then they have to start putting in all the other stuff. So probably still going to be another. You still got some time. Yeah, yeah, we got some time. Sounds like construction. I uh, I had the sh my shelves. They've pushed now, like four weeks back, uh, or four weeks back, two different times now. Because they're just like, yeah, they keep messing it up. We keep getting the shelves, and then uh, they show up damaged, and we just can't uh, can't deliver them that way. So we're gonna have to delay. Sorry about that. <laughs> which uh, which shelves are these? Because you've, you've they're like I, the so, uh, I should say drawers. Really they're the drawers to the shelves oh. at the bottom. They have to like special manufacture them or some shit from a different company. And they just keep messing them up. So, seems like everyone in the construction world right now is just delayed. Ultimately, yeah. they just can't. Uh, there's not enough output for everyone gets stuck inside during uh, the pandemic, right? And wants to change their house, so then they don't have the materials to actually change the house. So, it's tough. It's tough. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We might be going into another lockdown, maybe in 2022. So maybe it'll just get delayed even more. You never really know. Yep. You never really Make know. Home's nice now, kids. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be living in them for a while. It turns out. Go get your booster shot as well. Uh, yes. um, are you guys doing anything? That, do you have any like uh, pre-Christmas or pre-holidays celebrations? Any rituals that you guys do? I don't. We don't do anything here. We don't have any rituals yet. I in this house just got back from one. I actually took the morning stream off and went and hang out hung out with my uh, my parents. We we loaded the three kids into the car and drove to North Carolina and uh, did nice. all that stuff. So that was, that was fun. Is that the holiday visit or are you going back? Yes, the holiday visit. My mom is actually flying out. I know great timing, right. To, uh, to see my half brother. So oh. he, was, he was somewhere far away. So gotcha. Wanted to, you know, get some time and stuff in and everything. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. She thankfully just got her booster. Yeah. I was going to ask if they've, they've yeah. been boosted. Yeah, she just got her booster. So we're hoping that, uh, that everything will be good. Yeah, mask up, good to go. Zeke, what about you? Any holiday uh, rituals you guys got going on this week? Nah, not really. Uh, once the uh, 
the the people who uh, would organize our family stuff once they passed. Nothing's happened. I I, I was free. <laughs> like <laughs> I was absolutely free. I didn't have. I don't have to like go visit. I don't have to go to church. I don't got to do nothing. It's it's beautiful. Oh, the beautiful church thing. was always the worst. I would have to go to church on Christmas uh, Eve. Yes, I guess is what it was. Yeah, that yep. was always the worst. Yep. I do miss uh, my uncle. Used to. I don't know if he still has one or two of them, but he used to have a couple of um, vintage, like nineteen fifties buses. Like he restored them, like old buses that he restored, okay. and uh, they they were pretty cool. And uh, he uh, cut the top off of one and uh, made it like a soft top, so like it had like a vinyl covering on it, yeah. so you can unbutton it and take it off. And uh, we would, <clears throat> after church, we would our reward was we take the his bus around and we could stand on the seats and look at like Christmas lights. Huh. So it was like yeah, it was like the whole one of those, family around. It was a bus tour. That's really cool. With the yeah. uh, Ezekiel the Third family, okay, yeah, that's yeah. pretty. I, you know, that beats mine going to church and then coming home and eating tamales every year. Not saying yeah. that was bad, but it, I'd like to go on a bus tour. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was. It's my my family has always been a give and take. It's like, hey, you get to go on this cool convertible bus ride and look at Christmas lights around town. Yeah, but. You have to fucking sing carols. You have to fucking do the dashing through the snow, all, all, all of that. You have to do you... all of it, and they <clears throat> hand out books, oh. music, and and words in it, oh. like a like like a chorus class. Like is you, there here's your, here's is there your drinking involved? Carols. Were the adults drunk? Uh, some of the adults, yes, yes. See, I think uh, I'm back on board. They, then I think I'm like the drunks back... were drunk. Yeah, yeah. That seems like it might be at least fun to just poke and laugh. Maybe the first time. I guess it depends on how many times it, you had to sit through that. But yeah, I'm I'm saying like I I miss uh, I, I missed it. I missed the uh, like we stopped doing it around the time I was old enough to uh, to drink. Oh, you got gypped. He stopped stopped taking us around in the bus. Um, so. I didn't get a chance to like do it while I was, you know, what, you know, with a little bit of eggnog or, you know, whatever spirits. Yeah. And shit. So I didn't get an opportunity to do that, which I, I'm very disappointed about because it seemed like my, my aunt and uncle who were uh, functioning alcoholics, um, <clears throat> they had a great time every sure. year. Yeah. They well, loved I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, when are we going to go on the bus? This is the bus time. <laughs> I'm gonna go on the back with the kids. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna sing it. La 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 la. Like, can't, can't, can't. That's probably amusing as a kid, but uh, the older you get, it's probably just a little bit more depressing each year. I was wondering. I always wondered why my dad would come home and just like Be he upset. was exhausted. Like, <laughs> just like, like uh, I'm sorry I had to see that. Sorry to see what? Well, I'm like, no, he's fun. What are you talking about? He's the best. <laughs> Uh, that's the ho- those are the holidays that people could relate to right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the holiday spirit. Uh absolutely, yeah. Go but for- now no I mean no no uh no holiday uh traditions yeah, no anymore. We're gonna have to make new ones, I guess. I don't know. That's what you're supposed I, to I've do, never yeah. liked it. Or that or you go buy a bus, cut the top off, and you just pick up strangers. Uh well, hey, we got we got that uh the Jeep Rubicon. It's it's a convertible. We could 
It's you not could. a it's not a bus, but it's you know like maybe a quarter of a bus. Yeah, could probably fit like eight people in there. Yeah, on their feet. That could work. That could work. <laughs> Do that. Uh, Cody, are you? What, what's the? He's he doesn't he doesn't watch your streams. He's not old enough for that. What's the big gift here for the kid this year? <laughs> what what are you getting? Oh on? yeah, I guess I can't talk about it. Um, so for my my older kid, uh, he's getting like his first actual bike. Oh, so the first getting, like, bike. Tiny bike. Yeah. And uh, for Kai, he's getting this this little tiny uh, kind of motorized thing you can ride around on too. So they've they've got some. Oh wow! It's going to be mobile co kids this this yes upcoming week. Yikes! Mobility is here. Yeah, Rowan already has a little tractor, little John Deere tractor that he zooms around in. So this will be this will be the first like M powered device, which will be good. Okay. All right. Did you get all the the pads all the helmets all all that stuff too for the bike he has to wear a helmet anytime he's moving okay yeah i remember i got a bike for christmas rode it once so fell never again we had a moment today um the kids did we did we did so we were all getting ready to go and visit grandparents and my wife went to take a shower and she left me with the kids and so i was downstairs with our youngest asher who is three months today Okay. And 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 uh, Rowan and Kai went upstairs to to mess around in the playroom, and about ten minutes went by, and that's when I realized about ten minutes later because they usually just bumble around in there. They've got lots of toys, you know. We, we've kid proofed it and everything, and um and I was and I realized that like man they they've been really really quiet. You know, Asher was being really loud and everything. So I was like I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go check. So I go upstairs, and I go into their playroom, and it is oh i was like oh okay so at that point i go to uh i i kind of look down the hall and i notice that um a door that is supposed to be closed and has a really high up child lock on it uh happens to be open <laughs> the room that we keep their presents in oh so at this point i go over and sure enough there's Rowan and Kai playing with their Christmas presents. <laughs> and um, so the, the story here is that what my son Rowan did at four years old is he found out how to get through a child lock that is not only never gotten through before, um, but he had to use like multiple different tools to get through at the same time. Nice. So like he must have just sat there and played with it and he had to like pull something back with something else and then pop out another thing. Uh, and like, I, I was mad, but I couldn't help being like a little impressed. I was like, kind of MacGyver this door, yeah. dude. Like, okay. And, and he also had to get a chair to even do it. Cause it was way up above where he normally stands. So Jesus, man, I tell you, yeah, I was, was stunned, but slightly been impressed. So that was our big thing this morning. So we're hoping that Kai, <clears throat> the two-year-old doesn't remember too much of what they played with, but Rowan <laughs> definitely had like a, a whole bunch of stuff that was supposed to be from Santa. We're going to have to figure out here what to do with now jesus that's did yeah he, that's scary did he say is it a room that they're normally allowed in no no and it's like the first time he's ever gotten into it we didn't we, like i don't even know how he knew there was something in there to get uh which is even stranger so like mm. yeah i don't know man uh, his proficiency in lock picking was much higher than i anticipated yeah that's a that's yeah. an owens three moment right there that's scary mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. <clears throat> Jesus, have fun He's with that. Your yeah. <laughs> absolutely did. Yeah, that's 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 spooky. 
Well, hopefully they don't. Uh, are you are you getting a new lock? What's the the lock situation? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to get a, a whole new lock and figure it out. But I mean, here's the thing: like me, me and and Rowan have been doing this dance for like the past three months of getting a new type of child lock. He figures it out a new <laughs> child lock. He figures it out. Like he almost every child lock we've thrown at him, he finds out now within like a week. It's it's <laughs> incredibly frustrating because he's like. He's not old enough to like basically demand that he doesn't go in places because he's like four, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, he's he basically is smart enough to where he can get wherever he wants to, however he wants. Um, it's gotten to the point where like the really important stuff we basically have to like padlock, like yeah. you know, like where we yeah. get the chemicals and stuff like that. Like we we have to like actually like chain it up basically so he can't get in. Like <laughs> adults could no would not have a chance on getting in this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other the other really nice door lock we found for any parents out there is there is this um. There's this type of door lock you can get that's basically like a slider, and you you screw in a peg at the very top of the door frame, and then the slider goes over the door, so you can actually slide it back and forth. And when it's slid closed, uh, he he is not yet tall enough to be able to reach the very top of doors. Ah, so those okay. those have been the most effective, um, but pretty much anything else he is he has figured out in some way or another. Yeah, I very much recommend um, those door locks for <clears throat> a small kid. The first thing that came to my mind was. I, you know, I don't have kids, but I do have dogs. And there is uh, a place in the yard that we're trying to to discourage our dogs from going to because the fence, they they might be able to, like, get through it, you know, because it's kind of old and rotten or uh, leaning or whatever. We got we to get the fence replaced. But we looked up and we're like, okay, do you think this would work with Rowan? Like, if you got like something that smells that, like a smell that he doesn't like. <laughs> you thought about that? Like you put like <laughs> chili powder on the knob or something. Like, <laughs> yep, we we we've thought about that, but the problem is you very quickly cross over the line to like um, uh, abuse of children <laughs> yeah. with that kind of stuff. Um, You're not so, gonna put like I mean, the bomb hot sauce on. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, that's um, not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, okay, put it to you this way. Put it to you this way. <laughs> Um, get a there May was a spray bottle for it <laughs> when he opens the door. It's a bear mace right in the face. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm saying like, like there was a closet in my house that I never opened because uh, there was uh, a cedar, something cedar in there. Huh. And cedar has a very strong, I think it was cedar, has a very strong odor. Um, And... I what my dad would do is he'd hold was... the cedar up, and when I smelled it, he hit me. When he'd hold it again, <laughs> then he hit me like that. Did the did the smell of skeet of skeeter of cedar smell you uh, scare you away? I just bumbled yeah, that sentence. That was a great sentence there. I never opened that closet. Like I Weird. hated opening that closet. It was like uh, it was just like our winter coats closet, like our storage closet or something like that. And I never liked opening it. Uh, like if Dad asked me to go get something from the closet or whatever, I hated That's... it because that smell, whatever that smell was, it was gross. <laughs> Dude, I have to say it's really interesting you say that because one of the methods that we that we we didn't try but we heard of early is that anywhere you don't want kids to go, put mothballs. Apparently, the smell of mothballs is not something that's attracted to most children. So they said like if you have like under your sinks and stuff, put mothballs, and they'll actually smell it and just not want to be near it. I thought that was kind of interesting. Are we talking about pets? Are we talking about humans? What are we talking? Oh, I'm, about? I'm talking about kids. That, when I, when we were looking <laughs> around, for, for, uh, yeah, like like apparently kids. I don't know why, but apparently kids don't like the smell of mothballs. It might, it oh, might have been mothballs, guys. So. It, it could have been in my childhood of mothballs, but uh, why I said cedar or whatever is because I remember there being a chunk of, like, 
a tree like it was like a cedar just, like, block, it was yeah. like an inch thick and it was it had bark on it and it, i think it might have had an engraving or something on it but i remember it being in there and maybe as a child i thought that was what produced the smell but it could have been it was like a sickly sweet smell is that what mothball smell like i don't know well i, I mean anything strong enough will sit will not be very attractive so yeah mothballs just have i think mothballs specifically are designed to like be really pungent and not good like the smell of mothballs has never been i don't think i don't know if anyone likes the smell of mothballs. yeah i don't actually know yeah. if i if i could recall what a mothball smells like a very unique pungent not good smell hmm. yeah. okay. hmm. anyway yeah anyways yeah anyway. <laughs> there we go <clears throat> that's uh drop frames dad <laughs> edition buy some mothballs Keep Buy some mothballs. Yeah, yep. yeah. Keep your your kids and pets potentially out of places they shouldn't be. And Zeke's. <laughs> well, Zeke comes yeah. over, and you don't want him in any particular rooms. Just throw some cedar in there, and there uh, probably walk by. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do. Yeah, I'll do it. Indeed. I'm very particular about smells and sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into some uh, some gaming news here at the top of the show. This one was fun. Uh, Co, I'm interested on your thoughts on this as uh, as well, since I think you're most related to uh, the old stalker. So ah. on uh, December the 15th at 10 a.m., they announced that uh, they are creating the stalker metaverse, and they are going to allow NFTs uh, or utilize NFTs uh, that would quote have no influence on gameplay, uh, be completely optional, and have free giveaways for the community members. Uh, and that all tokens needed uh, to be activated before the release. That was December 15th at 10 a.m. December 16th at 5.16 p.m. Dear Stalkers, okay. we hear you. Based on the feedback oh, we received. <laughs> there was what? another tweet that was deleted, though, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I missed so the in-between here, tweet. Here's what happened. So first, Stalker, first Stalker 2 announced that they were doing NFT. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh. Um, so, you know, but here's the thing, their initial implementation was a staged plan. And the, the very first thing they were going to do was horse armor style. It was very tame. What they were going to do was they were going to sell tokens, NFT tokens, and that people could buy them and then sell them and such. And then at a certain date, everyone was going to get their tokens claimed to become like scanned into the game and become people in the game. So basically what they were doing was using NFT technology. They were selling likenesses in the game. Mm. Okay. Obviously, that implementation doesn't have anything to do with NFTs. They just wanted to have NFTs in their product. So that's where we were. So then, uh, of course, negative reception, me being one of them. Um, then what they did was a couple days ago, they released this big yeah. wall of text. I didn't see this. It got deleted. Yes. yes. So they released this big wall of text. They basically said, look, here's the deal. Um, we are a small company and we want to use these NFTs because they're a new technology and we want to do it right. Um, we want to give you guys a way to get into the game while using them. Um, yesterday, and then at that one point, right there in the, the last paragraph, yesterday we announced the first tokens, the faces of several NPCs. They aren't even involved in the story, et cetera. Um, and then they kind of talk about what they want to do. Basically, what they what they did was they said, here is what we, like, we've already announced we're going to use NFTs. Now, here's what we're going to do with the NFTs. And they wanted to, like, totally just put it all out there. 
Like this was them saying, here's all of our cards. This is what we're going to do. Very similar to the first time, except more so, the response was not good. <laughs> um, I actually put a reply on there as well, where I was like, look, guys, here's, here's the point. Think what you want about NFTs, but the public view of NFTs is incredibly negative. And by putting them in your game, you are taking all of that public neg negativity on NFTs and you are putting that on your shoulder. Like, it doesn't matter at all about your game at that point. By putting NFTs in your game, you are putting a bullseye on your head for all of this, this public negativity surrounding NFTs. Like, it is not a good idea. And I even say in the tweet, I was like, please, please consider removing NFTs from your game. Like, just take them out. Um, I was one of many people that said that. There were a huge amount of replies. Um, it even later in the day fostered, like, I was, I was pretty frustrated with it. I even later in the day put up a tweet where I... I Basically said, like, if you, basically what I just said, I was like, if you, if you're a game dev and you put NFTs in your game, especially just like add them in, then you are basically not only defending them, but you are taking on the onus of all the publicly negative aspects of them into your game. Like, don't do it. You'll sink your IPs. It's just like, like, look what happened with Deus Ex. It wasn't NFTs, but it was bad PR, sank the whole IP. Like, don't do that to your IPs. And then I actually followed up and I said, like, just so I'm not subtweeting, Looking at you at Stalker the Game. Like, this is about <laughs> you. And funny enough, one minute after I put that second tweet up, Whoops. he deleted the tweet you just saw yeah. and put up the next tweet, which I, you probably have a picture of. I do. That's why I was prepping <clears throat> when the answer decided said. to play. We hear you. Based on the feedback we received, we've made the decision to cancel anything NFT-related in Stalker 2. In the interest of our fans and players, we're the top party for the team. We're making the game for you to enjoy, whatever the cost. If you care, we care too. And they removed all NFTs from Stalker. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, obviously, like, <laughs> yeah, these people are joking, go save Stalker. I really didn't do anything. There were thousands and thousands and thousands of people that were echoing. Man, this. I wish I when I did that shit, my chat was like, co save Stalker. I know. I know. I, I thought it was like, no. Okay. The timing what was kind hilarious. of church are you running over there? Do you have know, like a goddamn cult going ridiculous. on? Do you have yes. some Kool Aid I can have? <laughs> I absolutely. After the show, I'll give it to you. Maybe I can convert you to. Um, but no, it's, it's hilarious because I and, and, I, and I've been saying this every time it comes up. I've been saying this every time it comes up. I was one of literally like if you look through the replies, like thousands of people. Like, we're coming forward and being like, please don't do this. Like, please oh, stop. Yeah. Please. They were basically saying literally exactly what I was. Yeah. Um, the timing of mine was just hilarious. But that being said, um, yes, it's awesome they removed NFTs. Yes, it's awesome they listened. Yes, please keep in mind, they tried to put NFTs. And right. the reason they didn't was because of the public backlash. So right. what this means is that, and this is, and here's the thing. I love Stalker 2. I want it to succeed. I want to, I want to fanboy it, but this is exactly what new world did where this is exactly what new world did where new world said, we're going to put all this cash shop stuff up. And then their community said, the you are, <laughs> and then they said, Oh, just kidding. We're not going to do any of that. And then everyone was like, Oh, they listen. They're good guys. Well, they still tried it. Yeah. It's like they still, yeah. they still tried it. So, um, the, the good news, you know, like, like basically it's great they're listening, and it's awesome they did it. 
but you know, at the same time, this is this is like a warning shot. It's like a shot across the bow. Be careful. Be cautious. You know, keep your eyes open for for other stuff. Hopefully, the game's going to be awesome. Hopefully, it's going to be great. Hopefully, this is a situation where they're like, "Yo, that was a bad decision. We're learning from it and moving forward." But it also means that you definitely have to pay attention and be like, "Let's make sure nothing else happens." Like, double check everything you hear from them. You know, let's make sure nothing else is kind of tried or slid under the radar. Like, you know, let's be real about it. Let's be let's be real about it. So, I think it's great they listened. I'm thrilled that NFTs are not going to be in Stalker Two. And and for the record, this is another thing that a lot of people. From this whole stalker thing, a lot of people think that Co is anti-NFT, that I hate NFTs and they're terrible and everything's horrible. The NFT tech is actually kind of interesting. It's just, it's rife with corruption. There's a lot of scamming going on. And most importantly, this is this is the key thing for me. The reputation of NFTs is terrible. Right. And anyone that, that relies on a public reputation, like a game that's coming out, like for them to chain themselves to NFTs at this point, is just it's just a terrible idea. So the real reason I didn't want NFTs as stalkers, not because I'm hugely anti-NFT and they suck. I actually really hope one day NFTs work well for people and they don't have this terrible reputation they have now. But in its current implementation, like right now, the NFT community and all things associated with NFTs, unfortunately, are rife with issues, corruption, skullduggery. It's just, it's really nasty right now. And there's and there's good reasons that people don't want them in their games. Right. Um, so, you know, it's it's... It's interesting because the NFT community has basically come down to 90% vocally wanting them to be removed from existence and 10% of people trying to convince the other 90% that they are the future and should be used. And the thing is, is there's, there's a middle ground somewhere. It may even involve the entire NFT tech being like reworked because there are, like I had a viewer who sent me like this long list of links where basically he was just like, NFTs are the devil, and here's why. They're inherently the devil. And it's kind of like a lot of those have some really good points in them. But at the same time, like there's some really foundationally good ideas where they came from. Right. So they're just where they are now doesn't really, it's the principle of what makes those ideas good are not really in the implementation. So it's just not a good time for NFTs and games. Ubisoft, however, is doubling down. They're doubling down on it. Before we, I I do want to state though, and want your clarification on it if if you have such. Yeah. What they were doing with Stalker 2 didn't necessarily need NFT tech whatsoever, right? Not at all. Not at all. There's the, now, yeah. what they were going that's to do, people the, were the, premise, the premise was that that they were going, they were selling being in the game and the NFTs would become the art that they were making for those people. So, the, so Got I mean, it. Okay. They, I mean, it, technically it is following the, the implementation sort of, but it's, it's not like they were going to be used outside of the game. So it was just... No, they absolutely didn't need to use NFTs for that. It was it was very much seemingly them wanting to jump on the buzzwords. And like they said in the removed post, they wanted to show how it could be done right kind of thing. Yeah. They also talked about possibly like expanding the implementation out to other parts of the game later. So, you know, it was it was not that great. Yeah. 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 Well, let's so, talk about uh, anyway. Ubisoft cuz like you said they are they are straight up doubling down. Uh there was a bunch of interesting quotes to come out of the the ubisoft uh nft stuff one of them being i think it was a couple of devs on some like employee message boards uh were straight up saying like yeah we don't know why like why this nft stuff is being pushed on us we don't know why we're using it etc uh and that's never a good look (laughs) like the own the devs themselves are like i don't know it's coming from up top uh and then uh the ceo uh Yves Guimont uh held a Q&A this week 
uh, made quote, some very bad comparison. <laughs> yeah, he tried to quote, uh, according to Kotaku, try and reassure developers about the company's controversial new push behind NFTs. Um, but ultimately, and Co, you might be able to uh, expand on this, his answers uh, were uh, vague and leaned on buzzwords like metaverse and Web 3.0. Uh, leaving some in the company disheartened uh, by the latest PR disaster, as before. He from 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 everything that I heard from it, he basically was just trying to convince everyone it was a good idea using super high level comparisons that didn't really have a lot of direct translation between the two texts. Right like at one point, I mean, he was like comparing it to other technologies that took a long time to get started, but it's like all the texts he mentioned. Were nothing like NFTs or what they are, or and and they didn't mention like he didn't he really talked didn't talk much about the negative aspects at all. Um, it it's very much seems like it's the kind of thing where someone has made a decision, and instead of being open to new information, it's just going to be like, no, let me tell you why it's a good idea. Let me tell you why it's a good idea. No, no, this happened. This happened. I know it's hard, but it's the best way to go. So, it's to have that kind of person be at the top of Ubisoft leading the charge is not a great sign. Right. Uh, they said he also, uh, sources said, uh, he also frequently referenced Roblox, uh, the obviously giant valued at like 45 billion, uh, but that it wasn't clear, uh, to them, which aspects of Roblox success would become more easily attainable through courts. Quartz is, uh, Ubisoft's NFT, uh, push, uh, metaverse or whatever you want to call it. Um, so it was just more, you know, general nonsense where he just got up there and the only- like, they're good. They're going to be great. Yeah. But with a French and, and the only kind of real big issue here that's that's going to be so big is like when a company like Stalker announces NFTs, they have a community that that is really excited for their product. And when that one community backlashes, that's all they have, really. Like right. That's it. They're one product. And if that community rebels against them, like that could sink their entire thing, which is one of the reasons they went back. But Ubisoft. Ubisoft is a collection of so many different large IP communities now. And it's like, even if a huge majority of them were to rebel, quote unquote, against them, they'd still be just fine. So it's like, at the end of the day, like they're going to do what they want to do. Like they're they're going to push what they want to push. And it's one of those really unfortunate things, but like they're not going anywhere. Right. So, I mean, if this is the course that he wants to take, it's the course they're going to take. Um, and I mean, they already, like that video for Quartz went up and it had like 90% dislike. It, had, it was like incredible well but the dislikes um, were hidden many, so no and, and all they and all they did was take the video down and apparently they're still going forward with everything so it's like okay yeah um yeah so let, let me know, man you you brought up uh you brought up new world and uh did some comparisons when we were talking about stalker um with their uh their like pay to win mtx push how much of this, because I saw a lot of and, and read a lot of different comparisons this past week because of all this uh, Ubisoft and Stalker stuff, that like NFTs are the new MTX, that they're just going to get continually pushed by these companies until it's just normalized in a lot of ways. The thing with NFTs is that the people that want them to be used have a lot of money. True. And that's a real big problem for people that don't want them to be used. And for people that don't have a lot of money. (laughs) So the issue, the big issue with NFTs and and the reason that a lot of people say like, and and even dude, even NFT supporters are like, this is a word you're going to hear a lot from people that defend NFTs. It's inevitable. It's the future. It's coming if you like it or not. Yeah. And they're kind of right. 
in a lot of ways. And I mean, this guy at Ubisoft is the perfect example. Like he's got, he has a whole lot of financial incentive to do what he's doing. And not a lot of financial incentive not to, because he knows that people are just going to buy his shit anyway. So, I mean, hell, let's be honest. Like there, his, his audience is so large that even if there was a giant public backlash, most of them wouldn't even know what NFTs are. I mean, anytime NFTs are mentioned, True. almost every single time I see people go, what's an NFT? And it's like, if people are still asking that with as much stuff going on, like this is, it's just, it's just going to be a permanent thing. Like the, the NFTs right now are, are so new and they've come onto the scene so quickly that if you're not like, if you're not paying attention to the system, which a lot of people just simply don't have time in their lives to do, you're just not even going to know. I mean, I guarantee you it, when the first Ubisoft products hit that are, that are swamped with NFTs that everyone hates, I guarantee you a large percentage of the buyers won't even know what they are still at that point. They're just going to buy it anyway. Uh, or it's their favorite franchise and they're just going to reason away why they want that Assassin's Creed that's now full of NFTs or need for right. or whatever it is. So it's, um, it's, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. And it's going to be real interesting to see how, of how, like which of these implementations causes the biggest backlash and how the companies are going to respond to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see, um, you know, we, we talk about like the, the predatory, uh, MTX market and, and the idea of like marketing it to children and whatnot. How do you market like an NFT to a child? And cause like, I know most adults don't know what NFTs are. Hell, I probably couldn't explain to you what an NFT is in great, uh, detail. In a situation like that, it's like Roblox. Like Roblox is used by a huge amount of, of younger, the younger audience and the younger generation. So in a situation like Roblox, you just slide in an NFT implementation and a lot of those kids probably will use it without even knowing they're using it. You True. know what I mean? Like it's, it's the kind of thing where if it, if it gets to the point where it's, it's becoming more mainstream, they'll just start releasing them from foundational levels with NFTs implemented. And at that point, you may be using NFTs and you don't even know it. It's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And they'll probably also, uh, what's the, it would... They'll just obscure the idea that it is an NFT and name it something else, right? Like oh, Ubisoft's already yeah. rebranded yeah. Quartz. It's probably going to be like, oh yeah, check out this new Quartz mm. item, right? And that's going to be the code word that uh, that they try to push out there too. Because like you said, the word also, NFT is so tainted now. This is a really good time to mention this. NFTs are very new. They're very big and they're very complex. If you are interested in all in NFTs, please do your own research on <laughs> what they are, yeah. how they're implemented, what makes them horrible? What what makes them good to the people that think they are? Like, there's a lot of resources for information on NFTs. Uh, none of us on this show are, are experts of it. It's also a very new technology. And also keep in mind that it is rife with corruption and people that are that are that are spreading misinformation about them. So find a trusted source. Um, there's still a lot of them out there, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And 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 try to get all the information you can on NFTs, um, please. Yeah, it's like it's it's like it's like uh therapy advice or medical advice like make sure you go to the right people for this stuff. yeah go to a doctor for medical advice go to yeah go to a scammer for nft advice <laughs> <laughs> who do you go to for nft advice i don't know i don't know who that would be <laughs> i don't know yeah it's, uh, a it's lot weird of asking rather... about shady shit because the people who know about shady shit are shady motherfuckers you know like yeah how yeah. the fuck are you gonna get a straight answer out of anybody <laughs> yeah it's 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 a real it's a real it's a real sticky situation man like yeah i i've had i've had people that i trust tell me that nfts are the future i've had people that i really look up to tell me that they are 
inherently a scam and nothing about them is good. And it's like when you, there's, there's literally just complete polar opposites opinions um, all over the place on these. I will say that in my journeys, I have seen from more reputable sources, people saying that they need to be avoided and should not be used. That's, right. that's just a personal thing. In the circles I run in, NFTs seem to be a hugely negative thing. I do have people in my circles that say otherwise, um, but you know, it, it's it's really it's a really interesting place to go. I think I think a lot of the people that like NFTs are very idealistic. I think that a lot of the people that really like NFTs that I've seen are thinking like 10, 20, 50 years and like where everything's going and how it could be awesome. And they don't really see the forest for the trees in a lot of ways. And, and with all the like really terrible stuff that's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they just kind of like, ah, that's, that's growing pains. You know, it's just growing pains. And it's kind of like, yeah, but the growing pains are going to get bigger with everything else. You know, it's not, it's not like it's the good stuff's just going to blossom out of the bad and the bad's going to disappear. Like the bad's going to keep getting bigger and bigger too. So it's uh it's a, yeah, it's, it's a very complex thing. That's true. So do you guys I'd say one day, maybe we should guys... bring on like a, an NFT specialist. That'd be I cool. mean, I, so Kevin Lynn, co-founder of Twitch has a NFT company uh, and like is out there making a game right now with gears art, who's making part of the art for it. And so like, I know a bunch of people that are involved in that type of stuff. And for my interest and my relationship with Kevin over the past 10 years, he's always been a super stand up guy. So I don't have any reason to think that he's like out there just scamming folks left. And right. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's another, also, another, it's, huge, it's just weird. a huge proponent of, of NFTs and that kind of stuff. Um, Mike Shinoda. Yeah. Mike Shinoda has his yeah. own NFTs. And that dude's awesome. He's been on the shows multiple times. Uh, the guy that runs YouTube gaming. Quiz? Quiz. Yeah. Huge NFT guy. Loves him. Like, it's it's weird. Like, there's 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 good people that support NFTs. And that's that's where I come back to where it's like, I I wonder, like, how much is it? Is it, like, idealistic? This is what it could be kind of stuff. Like, coming from a good place, I want to move the, like, us to the future kind of feeling. Right. Um, where, where a lot of other people are just looking around and they're like, but look what's happening right now. It's it's like the dog, you know, and it's like, you know, this is fine. Everything's kind of on fire with NFTs, but they're thinking about the future. So it's like, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, again, it's, it's a, there's no, it doesn't seem like there's, there's really a lot of good places to get the best. Yeah. Yeah. Zeke, you were trying to jump in. Yeah. So what do you guys see as like, if, if anything, if feel free I don't know, but. That you, Co, uh, you said that the technology and all that stuff is, in and of itself, is obviously not bad. But do you, what what positive things do you see like in the future that NFTs like technology can be used for? The the principle of NFTs is kind of cool, where it's like you can take a creation of somebody's and you can turn mm -hmm. it into, and you can have a mechanism in which that person then owns like the rights to that creation. Like, like in principle, it can be great for artists and things like that. Um, where, where, you know, like an artist makes something really cool and it's theirs, right? Like, again, we're just, we're talking like the base, base principles. But the second you start talking about implementation and like with the blockchain stuff and how that can be rife with corruption. Uh, when you start talking about how much energy it costs to like generate these things. Like as soon as you start getting into the real world implementation of the principle, the more you go into that, the more you have all sorts of issues. And you get the human element of people like buying and selling them at hugely inflated prices just to create value to screw other people out of money. You know, like that happens all the time. Um, so it, 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 it just, it's just like 
it takes some really cool ideas. And then when you build it, it doesn't match the blueprint in terms of intention and how it, and how, and what it could be. Yeah. There's some really good ideas yeah. in there, but it, how they're expressed is not really at that same level. Does that make sense? Yeah. And also, yeah, for no, the record, yeah. I mean, I, for an analogy, a, if you if you like, uh, it's like, you know, if uh, someone is playing for the Yankees and used a baseball bat to hit a home run, that's a positive. But someone <laughs> in New York who used a baseball bat to beat someone up for protection money, bad. Sure. Yeah, same, sure. same implement, but used for bad purposes. <laughs> sure, I, yeah, y- yes. I mean that does Absolutely. it does make sense. Yeah. I see what yeah, you're saying. It does. I see what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm making progress. I'm starting to make sense <laughs> now. That's good. That's good. I I do want to say also that that NFTs are <laughs> hugely more complicated than what I'm saying and have a lot of other purposes and uses, um, and issues. Yeah, uh, that's just like as basic as it gets. Yeah, and I'm the same way where I, I honestly, while I've heard nonstop about NFTs, I have not like actually sat down and tried to educate myself on them. So mostly right now, it's just a giant meme for me. And I obviously know the, just like everyone else does, when you mention NFT, it immediately is like, that's how you spark a new conversation of hatred on the social medias today. It's just say like NFT, you just tweet NFT and it just goes to shit. <laughs> and that's why I don't want, and what you just said, that I don't even care about NFTs. That's why I don't want to see them in my favorite IPs. <laughs> right. Because right. if you take my favorite IP and NFT, then all that negativity and bullshit gets right on that IP. That's why I want them out of stalker. Yeah. I don't even care about their limitation. I just didn't want to see them sink my one of my favorite franchises with literally a hurricane of bad publicity, PR, and negativity. Yeah. That's what they're doing and what they did. So hopefully they separated it enough early to where, you know, they will they've already I've already seen a lot of people say very positive things. Just like we were saying earlier, I've seen a lot of people be like, look, you tried to do it. That's enough for me to unwishlist this and, and not want to support it. So. Yep. Saw that. We'll see. We'll see. We will. I, I think we'll definitely seemed... we'll definitely be talking about it a lot over the next year. Oh, like, yeah. This isn't the first case. Yeah. But Zeke, where are you? Ubi's gonna make sure of that. Yeah, Ubi's Ubi will carry that conversation. Yeah. It always seemed weird to me that a, a like a digital piece of art is marked as is, is made an NFT. Like it can't be you have there is one specific real copy of it right there's or or, or edition of it whereas i mean like it seems so weird to me because you could just like screenshot it right if someone Here, they, like the showed well, off it's, it's the receipt you know, like, the, it's the, the receipt no i know yeah. i know yeah. Like, yeah. you see what yeah. i'm saying it's, it's it's basically being able to verify who actually owns it right so it's kind of like like you have an nft of something and 10 people make shirts of that you being one of them well like at that point you could prove like that's my art because i you know that is my thing um because i made it or i bought the you know that kind of stuff like you can there's sure it's an actual paper trail back to a receipt so it's right. but it, it it's kind of weird because a lot of people thought like there was a whole right click save as thing which, <laughs> yeah. which was like a big meme like hey look i just got this awesome board yacht eight club Right click save. Hey, look, I got it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and of course that's how it is. That, that's exactly how it is, right? That's that's yeah. how it is. Um, because again, there's no implementation for any type of enforcement of anything like that. Not that there ever would be, because you know, there's no basis for it. But it's it's that's where the implementation comes in and it gets a lot more complex. It's like, what does it mean yeah. doing that? Well, for the people that care about the receipts and stuff, maybe it has value to them. That's why there's entire marketplaces for this stuff now. So to some people, that stuff in their mind, just like Beanie Babies did back in the day, it has value. 
because in yeah. their minds, it's like a value system. But for most of us, sure. for I mean, most it's people, like it's owning like, the Mona Lisa and care. having a poster like, of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's all like, as somebody just said in my chat, captain, uh, it's, it's speculative marketing. It's like, it's like this, this is worth this because the people that would pay for it say it is, and it can be proven through the mechanisms that they approve of. So it's, it's just, it's literally creating money out of nothing by a group of people agreeing that it's worth that much. Like I, uh, money the problem happens when, when you trick somebody. Right. So like, 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 so like what, what people do is they'll put up a, uh, an NFT of a, of a pixel art ape, and then they'll have their buddy or just them on an alt account, buy it for $300,000. And then when real people go look on that market, they see that it's sold for $300,000. So in their mind, all of a sudden value is established because they're like, oh, somebody actually paid that much money for it. So then when that guy puts it back up for a hundred thousand, they're like, oh, what a deal, you know, and they go and buy it. And then all of a sudden that dude that originally bought it from himself is just like, what a deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. And now I'm a hundred thousand dollars richer over right. a Pixel art eight yeah. 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 It's uh yeah. it's interesting. <clears throat> I heard uh and and it it goes to show my knowledge of NFTs, which I probably why I thought this was funny. But someone likened the whole NFT craze to uh when the internet first started blowing up domain purchasing and like domain squatting. Mm -hmm. And so like sitting on like, you know, Nike.com before Nike.com existed. So that Nike.com would have, or Nike would have to come to you to buy it, that type of shit. Uh, and I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, parallel or correlation to, uh, to look at. Cause that was definitely a thing back in the day is people would sit there on and people even today still sit on domains uh, that they think oh, yeah. may one day be profitable and they just continue to buy them up. Um, which is why it's so hard to fucking name anything these days because everyone has a domain already purchased uh, for anything like anything related. Really, it's impossible. So, yeah, well, I got I got a guy squatting on a domain I want. Trying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to charge me five figures for it, and I'm like, yep. When uh, we were trying to buy uh, back in the day, it doesn't matter anymore. We were trying to get like roleplay.com, and I think roleplay still is a canadian toy manufacturer for toy cars that you can like ride in as a kid and oh, sure, yeah. uh they weren't fully launched when we went to buy it or something like that um and so we we i messaged them i was like hey how much you know let's have a conversation and we had a broker in between us go back and forth uh and eventually it just got to the point where it's like what they were asking for was not worth what i was you know willing to pay whatsoever so i just had to like step aside and i forgot what we ended up going with maybe like roll dash play or something but that happens a lot with uh video games and new titles yeah oh where, yeah where they will come up with like a new title and some guy will have that for their website and they have to go through a whole thing and the dude is like well i was going to sell this for 500 but now since you want it that actually happened a bunch with metaverse too yeah when facebook announced their metaverse thing like they went around and basically like strong-armed with their army of lawyers that name out of so many people um, and if yep. the person said no, or they didn't agree with it, they'd like shut them down. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a terrible, they're still doing some terrible stuff to some people. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough. Indeed. Indeed. Anyways, uh, moving along with the news, CD project, <laughs> once again, back in the news, uh, they have settled, uh, their lawsuit with the investors paying out, uh, $1.85 million, which is literal pennies. That? 
which is literal pennies. Because uh, <laughs> if you go hell? back, if you go back and uh, you know talk about the release month uh, and how much they made, it was over five hundred sixty-three million in game sales. They probably uh, <laughs> paid more for the lawyers than they got in the settlement. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. If it was one person getting that, that might be all right. Like, it might be. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they were representing more than a few. But even, even I think then, they were, yeah. like. Oh, yeah. No, I figured. Like QP said. Pennies, man. Yeah. Pennies. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely. I don't. I. I I don't, maybe there's some, there's got to be more money exchanged on like the back end where we won't ever see, like maybe it's stock or some shit like that that we'll just never hear of. Cause that just seems insane that they would accept I a 1.85 million buyout or not buyout, but price, like, uh, yeah. Settlement. Yeah, settlement. I bet they just price matched what the judge got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Uh, there, there's some interesting video games. Chronicle.com has a story and some of the, the quotes for it. Uh, uh, according to the term sheet, members of the class, including the plaintiffs shall relinquish any and all claims against the company and members of its management board. The statement reads. So they basically have agreed to shutting the fuck up about how bad cyberpunk was managed just from a 1.85 million payout. Um, Expressly stated in the term sheet, the execution of the term sheet does not imply admission of any responsibility on part of the company or of any other defendants named in the case. Again, another like statement where it's just like, yeah, we didn't do anything wrong. You can't say that we did anything wrong. We're not paying you and admitting that we did anything wrong. We're paying you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah. I, I like yeah. it, it. It's it's an everything's coming up CDPR situation. Like how it, it's it's very very wild. Yeah. It's even wilder. They could probably point to this lawsuit in the future and be like, "Look, precedent. Oh yeah, we're good. Yeah, like, look, we we it went through the it went through the courts. Everything's good. Like, we're fine. Everything's good. Um, it's wild, dude. It's wild. Makes makes me. I gotta admit, when I first heard it, there was a part of me that was like, "Was this thing all rigged from the beginning just so they could point at <laughs> it? Like, 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 it's like, I mean, maybe maybe it's like like the brother of the CEO yeah. like, in the lawsuit." Like just so they can get it through the courts and establish it, like it's it's it is it is wildly positive for CDPR. Um, it is. It is kind of it's kind of crazy. Their lawyers are on point. I'll say that. Like, wow. Yeah. Without without question. Yeah. Without question. Um, yeah, no. I will say somebody brought up the good point. Why are we upset about the investors in Cyberpunk losing money? I mean, that's it's it's not so much that, but again. A, the investors did push for it to get released, but they're not the ones I don't believe that like actually pulled the trigger. And most importantly, they're not the ones that did all that horribleness with, you know, not releasing this console copies early and saying they were fine when they weren't. Like there was a lot of very deceptive, a lot of the meat, which which affected CDPR's reputation the most, had nothing to do with the investor. So yeah, it, you don't necessarily want them to get screwed in any way yeah it, um, it's like if i if i bought a, a you know a random stock and then a year later that company does something fucked up and stupid and then they tank and i lose all the stock i bought in there i'm an investor like that sucks you know like i didn't know they're gonna do that like screw up so bad they right. were a good company before yeah, yeah. And, and like one of my mods just pointed out which is a great point we're, we're never gonna know exactly what happened like that's that's never gonna happen ever so, yeah, you I'll are correct on that. Yeah, 
CD Projekt and Jason, have, have either of you started uh, Witcher Season 2 now that it's out there? I have not. I was waiting for the missus to get back. Is Curious? it coming out episodically? Uh, no, I think it's all out. I think it's already all is it okay. all out on uh, the old Netflix. I think. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah. Season 2 is fully launched. Yeah, I wonder how Ow. much like uh i heard it's horrible really that's i heard a lot of that too but i don't know if that was like critically horrible or if because it was one of those things where that was what the buzz was going around was that it was bad but everyone in my chat saying it was fine i thought it was amazing it was amazing it's great it's good horrible no it's great okay i don't know okay just short no it's it's because the the hate hate pushes you faster and more forcefully than love Yes. If you hate something, you are way more willing to speak up about it first and loudest than if you love something. But it also pushes so, the Twitter uh, algorithm, so that's probably why I saw it. Yeah. Uh, somebody said some folks are mad it doesn't follow the exact of the books. They change stuff from the book. Uh, that's okay. immediately going to lead to some people being frustrated. Yeah. Does it follow the game, though? It, that's what... <laughs> it never did. It never, <laughs> it never supposed did. To. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was always supposed to be so mid books. midway through the show we decided you know what screw the books we're gonna go the game route and we just kind of redid our story a little bit and we're going with the, with the game yeah, yeah. great yeah <laughs> yeah i haven't i haven't we'll probably start watching it this week so maybe next week i'll uh be able to report back on how it is yeah i was a man the first game. season i was like yeah it's all right it, it, yeah it was so fine I, like wasn't I wasn't super jacked it. to watch the second one. It it was one of those things where I was like, "Hey, it's a, a game that I uh, played, and I will watch this thing." And I watched that thing, and that was a game that I played. And now I've watched the thing that uh, also has a game and a book about that thing, and that's cool, right? Uh, <laughs> that was kind of my thoughts on it. Uh, so I'm interested in, in season two to see if they've like uh, improved at all. I also didn't because it was it was book related and the stuff that was in season one necessarily wasn't in the game proper as part from the characters and everything. I didn't have uh, too much of a it didn't have hooks in me. And so I'm curious if now that they're like, I think season two is based off of or series two season two follows series training at the Witcher Castle thing, um, that that will be a little bit more uh, of what I know somewhat based on on the game. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I've not uh, not checked it out yet. Uh, what Real else? Quick, we got speaking of uh, speaking of uh, series, I finished Arcane and oh man, yeah, that is a great series of entertainment. Like it is good <laughs> all the way through, and good. I didn't need to know shit about League of Legends. It was awesome. It was very very well done. It. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, some of the best action animated action sequences I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, dope. It's really really good I, I i went in with a with a sour you know like league of legend and i came out going this is this is good i may i don't know what i was what i was so uh <laughs> so negative about uh i mean league of legends what like 10 plus years of just oh yeah don't play that game the game's fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> by people that play that game say like this fucking game's yeah. horseshit don't you don't want to get into this shit uh yeah, yeah. so they they had to combat that but I think that Arcane broke, like, I forget the article, but it was just insane and in the numbers of people that have watched that on, on Netflix uh, worldwide. Did very, very well. Yeah. So, and it's very good. So, uh, 
and co you're watching it sometime soon right Don't, when whenever you yes. get the tv set up because i do want to have like hopefully a arcane end of this year early next year yeah, yeah i've i've got lots of shows to watch castlevania arcane which two season two i've i've gotten many to do so i'm gonna watch cowboy bebop just be sad a little bit i never did i never i i couldn't yeah. start man that the internet fucking went crazy on cowboy bebop. game i watched squid game yeah i watched I've never watched the that. live action cowboy bebop I, yeah i watched it i liked it a lot i thought it was great Oof. i thought it had style and like it was different enough from the to be separate from the from the uh animated yeah. version of it which i think it, it probably should right if you're this, please this direct all my, of your opinions this has on always this been my underscore i i i i'm <laughs> go ahead go ahead i don't give a fuck um <laughs> It has always been my contention that if, if a band covers another band's song, that it should be similar but but different enough to stand out. Have their own. And I thought this was that. I thought this was similar but different enough to stand out. I like the characters. I like you know the the music and setting and all that shit. Didn't 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 bother my ass at all. Yeah, I'm still gonna watch it eventually. I love Cowboy Bebop. I'll watch it you once. Know. Like it's okay to voice an opinion on that. That's not unbelievably ne- negative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on twitter so probably about six months canceled. that was unfortunate it did yeah season two the show's canceled there's no season two so it's crazy yeah. how just out of curiosity how far did the did the show get in terms of the anime i have no idea chat that's a, a chat question i would assume there's only one main season of the anime uh i don't know how many episodes of the anime are actually now that i think about it about uh, yeah chat's saying half until they got ed basically oh wow okay oh yeah i think wasn't ed like the the post show credit scene or some shit like i anyway i don't want to get into it yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah uh what else do we got alan wake 2 is confirmed as a third person game that game was announced at uh, survival horror yeah at uh, game awards as a survival horror game and then uh, sam link went and confirmed that it is a third person game very good stuff out of that uh mass effect 5 is possibly going to run on uh, unreal engine 5 as uh there was a bioware jobs post and they are hiring talented programmers with ue4 slash 5 experience to come uh, join the team and work with us on our next mass effect game interesting ue5 is pretty i'll take a mass effect with that very pretty yeah what did the um did the old Mass Effects use their own engine? Was that like a Bioware? In- I forgot what engine that was. I don't know. It was okay. Andromeda used their own. Oh, Andromeda was Frostbite. Frostbite. Okay. EA was Frostbite. Mass Effect uses Unreal Engine 3 as a groundwork. One of one, probably for one and two. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm just the wiki. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, jumping back over to Ubisoft real quick. We forgot to mention they are working on a Splinter Cell remake. It was finally announced uh, over at Ubisoft Toronto. So finally, after what, four, I feel like four E3s or three E3s, they finally announced they're making a Splinter Cell game and it's a remake. So I guess they're going to try to reboot that franchise. I guess they couldn't like take Sam Fisher anywhere else because he was just too fucking old. <laughs> that game. Pass the fucking torch. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Or the, How about or Samantha just, Fisher? How about that? How about uh, like a fucking nephew or, or niece or something? Yeah. I, I mean, they could still do that. It could be Sam Fisher and it's uh, a female main character. I don't know. Super early on. All they confirmed is that uh, it's being made uh, or that it's launch development at Ubisoft Toronto. Uh, Sorry, I just want a new, I just want a new game. I don't want to do, I don't remake it. Remakes are fine. I have nothing against remakes. Yeah. Just, I'd, I, I, if I had my druthers, I'd always opt for the new game. Yeah. With all new story and new missions, new everything. Yeah. They could God of War it though, right? Like, just call it Splinter Cell. And turns out it's a continuation of the main story, but it's just straight up called Splinter Cell. <laughs> that would be totally fine. Yeah. But like saying Rocky, God of Rocky, War it is Rocky like, a, that's a, yeah, it's pretty hard. Like, that's a, that's a big bar. That's a, <laughs> that's a pretty <laughs> big bar. Yeah. Yeah uh that's a, a big bar yeah uh tencent has acquired turtle rock studios this is another big bit of news uh like this past fully week acquired? huh like fully acquired like they bought them let's see how much like yeah i think they straight up just bought them uh oh. okay. i don't think it was a percentage or anything i think it was just a straight up purchase yeah they have acquired turtle rock studios parent company slam fire inc the companies announced uh, today, which was December seventeenth, so two days. What ago. Was the last big Turtle Rock thing? I was back, back for back blood. Blood? Yeah. Yeah. Still, still going forward. Still have uh, season pass stuff. They're still pushing out stuff for that. So, um, yeah, it doesn't really. They put out a press release, but it's pretty businessy. Doesn't really say anything. We're excited to work with each other. Blah 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 blah. Um, I I I bet you. Are. <laughs> yeah. i bet you're super excited yeah yeah so tencent continues to buy every gang company in uh in existence and that's kind of the you know business as usual i suppose uh it's really interesting quick update i want on you guys nope did you guys get the helmets you guys get the, the limited edition stuff ordered for uh eldering or whatever oh oh okay. no i didn't so uh i did not get it during when we were <laughs> when i when you guys were playing GTFO, I was trying to yeah. order helmet. So was Co. Well, Co. got it easy. Uh, he got through. Uh, oh, okay. I, I forgot. Oh, because you you were able to make an account. I was able to make an account. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. The, the big hurdle. Um, and so I ended up not because they took it down. They uh, they said uh, basically what happened is just to give everyone the full story. Bandai Namco relaunched their brand new store on Thursday morning at like. I think noon or maybe one, uh, two, one or two Eastern, something like that. And uh, with the new store, they also launched the pre-orders for the collector's edition and the premium collector di- uh, collector's edition of Elden Ring. Um, we were playing GTFO at the time. It went off in my chat. And foolishly, I announced to however many people were watching all three of our streams at that time, which I'm sure everyone uh, didn't help the situation of going to the Bandai <laughs> store. I definitely uh, regretted asking. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> said that, and I, it came out of my mouth, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they put up the thing, and because of the... They wiped all the old accounts. So, first off, you had to go make a new account. Secondly, there was also an store. age gate uh, that you could actually... Uh, the way to get past that, uh, most people just blocked it with an ad blocker because it was just an element and they just removed it from the, the webpage oh. altogether because uh, it wouldn't function. Like you would hit submit and everyone just got hung up on it because it was essentially 
go back and tell the the Bandai Namco side and that connection was lagged, et cetera. So because of all the issues and because people weren't able to get them uh, as easily as they would have liked, they actually took the premium collector's editions down, left the collector's editions up. And then later that night, they said that they would announce uh, ahead of time. Later that night, I think at uh, 8 Eastern on Thursday, um, they said, or no, it was 7 Eastern on Thursday. They said, hey, this is going to go live an hour from now uh, if you guys want to try to get it. So I saw it and I said, okay, yeah, I'll, I had an account ready. I had, uh, I had an account ready. I had a notepad file with my credit card information in it for like quick uh, copy paste to like get through the checkout. I've never seen a thing go that fast. And it's probably because I haven't been trying to get a PS5 for the past year and a half. But 30 seconds is probably too much. Probably 15 seconds because I was through the store in 30. 15 seconds, it was gone. You couldn't buy it. From from launching it to being sold out was probably 15 seconds at most. Uh, and that might that's probably even generous. Uh, so no, I did not end up getting it, Zeke. Because uh, it was sold out by most likely scalpers and bots. Because they announced. I was going to say I actually um, an hour ahead of time. Of so I can give you just I can okay. give you one of mine. You've got some. I see all the boxes behind you, so they're, <laughs> they're already there. <laughs> uh, no, I, I wish I got more. But no, I, I I think I got probably one of the last ones because you said that it was morning. sold. I think it was in my cart, and then like it was processing the payment, and you were like, "Oh, mine just sold out," and then mine went through, and I was just like, "Oh, like I, yeah. I probably got one of the." tail end once yeah i don't know how many they uh they were selling uh, i don't know like they never talked about how how many they were actually putting out my order number was under 800 damn so, so maybe it was like probably a not a huge amount yeah, yeah. thousand ten thousand something like that but you'll probably see them pop up on um ebay and all those third-party resellers here for the next couple do. couple of months yeah i guess we're what a little under two months from or a little over two months from that being launched speaking of uh of of collectible memorabilia uh -oh. so is this where you yeah. start launching us nfts <laughs> so i got this picture i wanted to show you no. um so this is this is kind of amazing it's it's on the way here and i'm trying to temper my excitement a bit oh I, you I told us give, about this i want to give a huge oh wait did i, I oh you're dirty talking about that I oh wait, i did yeah you mentioned it to us i didn't know that okay. you went through with it we're good i don't know if i actually did it yeah I, you know i will talk about it more when it's actually here <laughs> I'm so nervous of it actually getting here. It's coming from like literally from the other well, side of the planet. You so. mentioned it to me and Zeke, but not publicly. So that's up to you if you oh, want to mention okay, it publicly. Okay, well, you know what? I'll just go ahead and say it then. So yeah. it turns out that when the original Space Marine came out, um, that they did like this, this like anyone who pre-ordered it was entered into this giveaway. And um, it turns out that after our previous adventure, uh, I when I made the comment about how much I absolutely loved the dude's giant real life replica chain sword that he brought on for the space marine 2 thing turns out one of the people that won the chain sword that came out 10 years ago contacted me and was like you say you want to buy that sword and uh sure enough uh we we are he has sent it to me it is on the way and uh i i'm praying to god that it gets here in one piece it's going through like five different countries um but yeah it is if it actually makes it here it is definitely gonna be like a centerpiece to my collection i i don't i need to ask the guy if he's okay like saying his name i don't want to say his name out loud or anything but it is it was so super cool for him to reach out and uh and he showed he took pictures of it and everything like in the it was still in the box he didn't he didn't actually even take it out of the box so it's like yeah it's uh i'm very i'm very 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 excited we'll see 
Yeah, I was trying to find um, the reason it sparked the conversation is because it was at the Game Awards uh, in the interview afterwards. And I'm trying to find an much, image of that. How much was it? I got it for a steal, uh, a five hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Um, <laughs> so I feel I felt like that. Oh, and and shipping of course. But um, <clears throat> yeah, no, the guy the guy actually gave me like a, an awesome price on it. He, he was clearly not trying to make money. He was just like. This is what it's probably worth. You get with this, and I was like, "Oh, absolutely!" <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I I can't find it quick enough in terms of the actual image of it. We'll just you'll just show it off when you Hopefully get it. I will be able to show you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. very much hope to be able to. Do oh, that. also, I, I guess I should mention uh, the Game Awards 2021 drop frames drop frames coverage is back online after being blocked by someone. I forgot who it was. Oh, it was UMG. Uh, the Imagine the, the Imagine Dragons uh, song that they performed live was blocked by the record label and it was blocked worldwide. So uh, it's back online. Thank you. As, as somebody said in chat for the cost of the sword, it's cool. I only need to send like two out of three kids to college. It's, I mean, they'll, they'll, that's fine, right? Last one can fight for it a little bit. Yeah. Is there a blender going on? <laughs> that was, I think, a kid on something going. <laughs> Wait, here comes, here comes. Oh, was it, it was a kid on a role play? Way. Okay. You go. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a madhouse there. You got sound dampening in your basement? You're going to have some soundproof. <laughs> okay, okay. I have floating drywall in the basement. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. all of the drywall is there's a there's a railing system, and the railing system has metal things that come out with a circular rubber disc in the middle. Oh. The drywall is put into the rubber disc, and that way there's no actual hard material between the walls, so sound doesn't go through. Yeah. Uh, drywall carpeting. Big uh, soundproofing on all the walls and like giant foam tiles for the. I hope it works, man. <laughs> These kids are really loud. I hope it works. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the biggest thing it's a basement, right? It is. Yeah. If they're running around above you, it, that'll be the. That's the, the test. biggest thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of like vibration and stuff going through there. But art, like when when they did all the the stuff, they said it should be like studio quality soundproofing, like in a sound booth, basically, like in this room when it's. If, if there's no like you know yeah uh, running around have, on top yeah. of me so have either of you ever been in like a fully like studio soundproof like perf like professional movie grade studio stuff it's bizarre it's actually like not like a room i'm saying like an actual big ass green screened it's i went out to uh sir scoots's place in phoenix uh when they they're at a new place now but they had like a giant i don't know how big it was 60 by 40 foot giant room and it was soundproof to that level co i didn't like it it was weird yeah. uh, <laughs> you walk in and it's just like actually dead silent uh to where you can hear yourself breathe and where you can start to hear your heartbeat i don't like it, it i have me out. really bad tinnitus. i always have sound going on around me i sleep with like two sound soothers and a fan and stuff like that yeah um i had to do that for cyberpunk and they i flew out to california and they and they put me in this like this weird metallic booth where like the windows were like yeah. that and there was only one of them and uh yeah walking in there was was it's right when the door closes like all the world just disappears yep just absolutely nothing yeah. uh it is very very weird i hated it it was anxiety it's so inducing. rare that you actually hear silence it's so rare you're almost always hearing something so to hear nothing is like a new sound you guys ever been yes. in a uh, um, isolation a sensory deprivation tank? No, I've thought about doing it, 
but uh, it depends. Like, there's multiple versions or multiple uh, types. Like, there's one where you go in and uh, it's complete darkness and it's like a chamber where they lock you in. And there's some where there's just a room. I could probably do a room. I don't think I could do like a chamber where it's got like a giant door that like locks in. That's like one of those spheres. I don't know if you've seen those, but the one I went to was a it it was a bathtub it was a bathtub shower combo kind of a thing. Okay. With uh, uh like thick you know soundproof soundproofing walls or whatever, and they put the water in the tub and then they put the uh, salt the salt in there. So you're basically like they match your buoyancy. So you're floating. There's no sight, no sound. It's completely pitch black. You can't hear anything except your own whatever. And you're supposed to like stay in there for like 45 minutes. I think I got like 20, 25, and I just I lost my shit. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I had to get out of there. Yeah, like, I, I apparently I need I need that constant noise, or I'm not comfortable. Dude, I I would think 99% of people in today's day and age with social media and just oh, yeah. everything like the constant stimulus. Yeah, it's impossible to go in. You have to train yourself to actually like <laughs> exist in a situation like that for okay. sure. Two things. First of all, uh, when Zeke first started talking about it, I, for a minute, I thought it was like a, a Montana anabolic camp. I imagine like a shower with like mattresses in like a circle. And the second thing that I have to ask, I have to ask, at what point or how many times did you fart and go? <laughs> no, that's, it's, one of the first things I saw in chat in both of your guys' chat. Oh yeah, that. I mean, that's, that's and then the you farted, of... right? Yeah. Like, I I don't fart all the time, and I have the <laughs> ability to take things seriously when I want to, you know. Yeah. But uh, so no, I didn't fart, and if I did, the water is so salty, and like that, I I doubt it would even like make a noise. It, it'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> But no, I didn't, I didn't, I did not fart in the water. Okay. Hard hitting news here. <laughs> yeah. Z, but also that would have been against the sensory deprivation too. In the water. Because you don't want any smells either. Right. Yeah. They neutralized <laughs> would have the, the whole experience for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Keep it neutral. Yeah. yeah. We're starting to sound like uh, the Joe Rogan podcast from like 10 years ago, where he just talks about a sensory deprivation chamber nuts. You got to try it guys. You gotta get you smoke. You just get a little oh, high. He? You just get in there. Yeah, he owns one now. He always talks about own. He has one in his actual house. Yeah. Oh God. Or at least he did ten years and that's, ago. That's so, so that funny because because you know who <laughs> yeah. entered, who introduced me to those who who are not introduced me but like he was like yeah let's I'm going to one you want to come I was like sure I've never done it it was it's John Carnage and I'm like that makes sense we're pretty similar people though like we're pretty loud and obnoxious and in your face and like you know do anything for a laugh kind of guys and he just fucking loves those things loves that makes sense and i can't i'll go bonkers I, it, I again i think if you do it enough and you can actually like uh in terms of like mindfulness you can actually like go in there and stay in there for 40 to 50 minutes and not lose your shit that's probably a pretty powerful tool to have just in everyday life uh when it comes to the stress of living uh to be able to like go there and go to that place mentally probably pretty beneficial but the first time you do it it's got to be a nightmare uh of epic proportions because there's you're just always being 
something is is pinging you or some noise is hitting you or your phone's buzzing or whatever i probably my brain can't shut up it will will not yeah 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 yep and especially if there's nothing else there it's so much louder yeah my worries become so much more worrisome it's true no that's how it goes every every awkward like moment you've had with a girl like <laughs> fucking pops up and you're like why now oh god no this is what the noise was drowning out yep yep that's how it happens that's what goes on but then you start getting comfortable with that and you can laugh at it and that's uh that's good that's healing yeah it's a little therapeutic uh, last bit of news, not necessarily the biggest news, uh, but the first ever video game award from the Hugo Awards, which is a yes. uh, pretty big science fiction and fantasy uh, thing. It was their 79th uh, event over the weekend or last night, I guess. And uh, Hades won the first ever Hugo Award for video games. So <laughs> that game's still out there winning video game awards or awards in general, I should say. Uh, turns out it's still pretty good. Make I would, a DLC or a two or something. Come on, man. Like, yeah. Don't, please, please don't just abandon Hades. I don't think <laughs> Supergiant is in the habit of doing sequels. I know that. They aren't. They exactly. Do they do DLCs? No, not really. I don't think they have oh, ever. They definitely update the They don't the need games. to, yeah. but fuck. I was, but it'd be uh, so nice. Yeah. I went back and uh, this past week I was watching a bunch of old E3 conferences and in, uh, I think it was 2014, they announced Transistor and I was like, holy shit. So like Hades wasn't even a thing in these people's minds yet uh, that it existed. And now I, now I'm like wondering what their next game is even going to be. Like, how do you, they, they've reached a, th- a status now that very few game developers I think ever reach. Uh, and I really wonder wh- where they go. From here oh man it's gonna suck you know whatever <laughs> it is it's gonna just be terrible i mean they're gonna, like you ever try to recapture the magic of something like it ends badly every i don't know time. if they'll try to though they might just well that's that's yeah that's yeah. exactly it like they they or really capitalize like, on first, something you know? first they like, did uh, and and i may be out of order here but i'm pretty sure first it was bastion yep and then yep. it was transistor uh-huh. which is very different then it was pyre very and like different. out of those three, like Bastion was probably like the big one. Then it was Hades, and all of those are very, very different. Although, funny enough, they are all action indie RPG, according to Steam. Uh, they do have a theme that they like to go down. But I mean, if 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 anything is going to stay the same, all they are they're probably going to try something completely new. It's probably going to be of like they haven't really done a deck builder yet. Maybe it'll be like their new take on a deck builder or their new spin on on more horror or something like. Like, who knows what they're going to do next, but it'll probably be, like, in the same vein, have the same. The only good big thing here is they have so many eyes on them. Yeah. So yeah. when they do try something new, like, I, I hope that it will it will mean just, you know, they have that much more of a chance of having it be, like, a success. But, yeah. Man, I do hope they make another Hades. The Hades, too. I, I would just. I would. Ooh, a Battle Royale? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think at this point, no matter what type of game, even if... <laughs> No, I was going to say, even if they come out and say that they're going to be using NFT blockchain, <laughs> I don't think they would. Uh, but that might be the one that, uh, you know, gets me to put it down. Now, what if... Following the CDPR, CDPR playbook of how quickly can we sync the public image of our company? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'd actually be into owning the uh, what's it called? NFTBR card game. <laughs> God, the character art. They have a pretty good character artist. I bet you they could make some pretty cool NFTs with that. Oh God. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for the news. I think we're due for a break. That timed out uh, pretty well. And then we'll come back and talk video games. I know you guys have both been playing a bunch of different stuff. Uh, got Warframe, uh, Telemonkey Island. We'll talk some Final Fantasy, see where you're at with that. Zeke, you've been uh, playing, I'm sure, a bunch of indies, but you've also got uh, a couple of mainstays there on the channel for the past week. And uh, I got to take this dog out. He's very angry with me. He's sitting here just staring <laughs> at me with those dead eyes. So I'm going to do that. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll circle back. Your dog doesn't do that, Coe? He doesn't just stare at you when he needs to go out and tilt his head? Yeah. That's, that's, what, what, I'm, kids do. that's what I'm getting they right now. <laughs> when they need to go outside. <laughs> need to go out. All right. Yes. I'll, okay. Dad, I can't. I can't. The, the, the knob is covered with chili powder, Dad. Get <laughs> 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 me outside. Get honey, back to your computer and keep farming me gold, son. Honey, get Come the bear Don't touch the your kids eyes. Try to get in the room. <laughs> All right, we're out. We'll be right back <laughs> with more drop frames right after this. We'll see you then. Welcome back. Going into the second half here of dropped frames. Uh, I said this in the break, so for people that are watching live, this is a repeat. But for VOD watchers, our Game of the Year community vote is live. Uh, you can go to itme.jp slash G-O-T-Y. You want the full link? Uh, it's G-O-T-Y.droppedfram.es. Just remember the other one. Uh, I'm sure Co will get a, uh, a link up as well as Zeke, which will all just kind of go to the same place uh, over the next couple of uh, hours or something like that, and we'll promote it. So we'll do uh, Game of the Year on the 2nd of January, and that's where the community uh, voted stuff will be revealed. So... You got two weeks. Shout out to my mods for making that. If there are any issues that you guys see or any games that are missing, feel free to uh, hit one of them up uh, in my channel. We'll get it added to that. So that's that. Uh, hey, I finished uh, Halo, by the way. Did you want to talk about it? The the spoilers stuff? Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Go all turn the camera off. You're good. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. okay. Right. Just, you yeah, he just ran up and gave me some uh, birthday cake fudge from downstairs. Oh, lovely. Lovely. That was very nice. Of yeah, yeah. Delicious. I was very worried. I like how you have to check your blinders. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. Oh, my Lord, dude. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, do, I do. Should we do some do. some Halo talk? Some spoiler talk? Okay. He's got, he's got kid aggro. He's got a nasty case of the old kid aggro. Uh... It was funny, by the way. You guys can't see this, and Zeke can't even see this. Uh, <clears throat> the sides of Ko's green screen are not, obviously, a green screen, because the green screen is certain size. And so a, uh, a shirtless child ran <laughs> up on this side, and I couldn't see anything else. So my immediate reaction was, oh, no, <laughs> go for the camera feed. And Ko said it was fine. So I think we're good. I think we're good. He's back. Now we're great. Okay. Yeah, everything's good. We're great. Perfect. Thank it's you. Beautiful. Yeah. I was telling them how uh, they couldn't see the child uh, not wearing a shirt on the sides of your green screen. It was uh, scary. Yes. Yes. He had, he had, uh, we went to our grandparents this morning, like I said earlier in the show. He had his whole Christmas thing on. So he got home and he was just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 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 I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. How much, how much spoiler talk do we want to do? The full blown spoiler? I'm okay with it. Let's do it. Okay. Are you going to play Halo Real Talk? Are you ever going to play Halo Infinite? Don't bother me. Okay. Go ahead. 
Okay. Well, let, we, let, let's do it. Let's do it quick because I know a lot of people are still doing their own Halo playthroughs. So we can just do like a super quick thoughts each side and kind of keep moving. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, my thoughts, I, I, I ran into a potential, let me do this and do this. I ran into a potential game ender thing for me, which is uh, I had three hours left in the campaign. And I went to start it. I got into the mission right before you fight, not Atriox, but the other brute, uh, Escuchar, what, what is his name? Escobar. What's his name? <laughs> I think Pablo. it's Pablo Escobar, the, the brute chieftain. Um, yeah, there's a long level there, and I was trying to bypass it by going on the left with the grapple, and in doing so, I got to the very end of it without fighting anyone, but the way that the game registers that you can use the bridge that you have to uh, open up to get into the building is by hitting a trigger that is in the front of that zone and not the side that I came up on. So I went, hit the bridge trigger, nothing happened, walked back. The sequence occurred where a uh, weapon comes over your microphone and says, blah, 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 blah. And then I couldn't hit the button. So I had to redo the whole level <laughs> because I was trying to like bypass the content with the, with the grapple. So that sucked. But I w came back the next day, ended up finishing it. Uh, this boss, by the way, on Legendary, I was, it was a motherfucker. I died a lot against this guy. Uh, I don't know if yeah. you had troubles with it. I did not have troubles with oh, the yeah. brute, uh, but this one I got very upset with. Uh, it was very hard. The tracking grenades are a nightmare on it. There were definitely multiple parts uh, in the game where I would, like, I'd be making progress, real, really no issues, you know, a death here and there because I was running forward a little too much, and then I would get to something like this, and it would just be like, well, there's 30 deaths. Yeah. Um, I think I finished with, I like, 250 do... plus deaths. Yeah. I had to do a double take on that because it looked like that a fight in Doom that I had to do over and over and over again. There's a lot of comparisons to the boss fights oh. in this and Doom for sure. Just the the environment right. with that little bridge that goes across and stuff. Like there's that there's a one fight that you have to do that. Not as many like you only fight. <clears throat> it looks like not as many ads. Right. But it's a similar kind of like circular room layout with like an overbridge that you can like look down on and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Or did did chat correct you on the number of deaths, Co? Is that what happened? Yeah, it's over three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I, I'm my chat told me to inform you that I uh, first tried the final uh, portion of the Pablo Escobar hammer uh, fight. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> so everyone I was like, "He's going to charge him. He's going to charge him," and then he never charged me. He never. I like kept perfect distance or something. He never got a yeah. charge off against me. Oh my lord. And I was sweating I bullets. I was like, oh point. god, he's gonna fucking get me. <laughs> like yeah, I, I got a save point like right before one of his charges, like literally the save loads, and he goes, step, step, charge. Uh, and the charge is an instant kill. Yeah. And it tracks. And it's AoE. Oh. <laughs> so it's just like it was a pretty painful half hour or so as I like finagled my basically what I ended up having to do is like sprint every time it would load i'd have to sprint around him which was completely hit or miss and then i'd have to like use the grapple on the ground to get away from him fast enough because he'd be trying to charging me as i'm run yeah I'm running and then on the other side literally it's saved on the polar opposite side of where it saved there was a weapon that i could like i think it was a rocket launcher or something right that i could pick up and actually do damage with and uh and just trying to get that weapon equipped and loaded and everything before he actually got to me 
was like a whole thing. And so many times I would turn around and he'd be right there, like, you know, with his, like, or, or midair jumping at me. It was, uh, yeah, it was tough. It was yeah. Tough. Yeah. I, uh, this was the one where I struggled. Uh, people got banned in chat <laughs> during this moment. They got unbanned afterwards, but it was definitely a salt fest, uh, with with this particular oh, yeah. boss that I'm fighting because stuff, especially the air guys, the little instant the 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 air dudes that uh, get yes. summoned that have the instant fire weapons that are perfect accuracy that do like eighty percent of Dude, your life. It for me, those guys yeah. definitely sucked. I definitely died to them. I I won't say that I didn't, but for me, it was the instant kill grenades from the boss itself that you have to like air dash uh, to get away from from the little from the the bad bad the big bad guy. This guy right here, I'm gonna die to a grenade here in about two seconds. That thing right there. <laughs> did you never die to that because i died every time to it i don't instantly. i don't even remember seeing those Re maybe me, you just did too much damage oh huh maybe you just did yeah. too much damage for those rounds or or not enough because remember i i didn't have maybe. any really good weapons for like the, my entire playthrough was like frantically trying to find weapons because i keep running out of ammo on legendary trying to get them down yeah um for me my my most of my deaths came from like the, the portions where it would save right before the doors would open and then you ah. get flooded with enemies and I just couldn't kill them in time before they got like right on top of me and, and, you know, doing their little instant shots and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. Chat was very upset because I kept the striker pistol, which is the alt pistol and my secondary with no ammo for like 80% of the game. <laughs> I was just <laughs> running around with like a secondary gun with no ammo. And I used the Sentinel Beam as much as I could. And then I would get ammo, oh, I and it was great. It so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Loved it. Anyways, let's talk anyway. story. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you think? Uh, I think it's interesting from, like, a game development point of view that 343 straight up said, all right, we're going to keep Halo 5 as a game. We understand that it existed. However, this entire game will just be one giant callback to everything that happened in that trilogy that we're not going to finish. <laughs> we're mm -hmm. going to skip the entirety of that trilogy and move forward and just tell you what happened piecemeal. And then you're going to get a big reveal at the end of this. Uh, and then they're going to get little timey wimey uh, with the legendary ending and kind of <gasps> set up like whatever the future is of, uh, of the Halo series. And I'm super on board. I, I thought the sequences with uh, Cortana and even with like any just any silent moment, moment that Chief had was like some of the best moments in the Halo franchise for me. Uh, they really nailed that type of stuff. And I'm curious to see where we go from there. Um, they introduced uh, a brand new, like the Endless, whatever those people are, things are, races, uh, and that they're like coming back. I hope it's not some sort of flood though. I think the flood is already on this halo and I think that's going to be a DLC or something. Uh, if a lot of people are saying it is so if the, the leaks like are right. Wars too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall I, I thought the story was, was perfectly fine. I, I love the way that they told it. Um, I thought it was smart to get away from whatever they were doing in halo five. Um, and the callbacks that they had with, Cortana destroying a planet with the uh whatever the Halo 5 things were, the giant uh planet, guardians. yeah, guardians, the planet building or planet crushing things, planet destroying entities. Um yeah, I thought it was great. Um I'm I'm super on board. I was perfectly fine with where the story ended. Uh and if it's more gameplay like this, then I will definitely play more Halo. 
even if it's the same exact game told through DLCs. Super on board. Mm-hmm. What uh, what did you think of it? Um, I I echo a lot of that uh, sentiment for sure. I I didn't. I liked Halo Four and Five, but I didn't like that they were making Cortana the bad guy. I thought that was a very questionable decision. Yeah, uh, especially considering that she was like a main character. Um, however, interestingly enough. It seems it feels in a lot of ways like Halo Infinite was made by somebody besides 343. It feels like it feels like it was given to another dev team. Like it's that different. Yeah. Not only is the structure completely different in the terms of sticking with Master Chief entirely and having it just be his story again, but it just like you said, the the whole game is is very much it seemingly seemingly is designed to where you can play this for the first time and there's so many throwbacks to what happened. That it's like retelling the story in a lot of ways. While at the same time, they turn Cortana from like, hey, she may be going down the rabbit hole to straight villain. Like <laughs> she, she went down the like rabbit hole. The villain. Yeah. Like she destroyed an, a planet of innocent people. She killed like 70 plus Spartans just out of spite because she was slightly worried about them. Like she became the villain. Um, but what I do think is really cool how they did is I like how they introduced Weapon. I like how they made it so now Weapon is... They built a rapport between Chief and Weapon to where they are new. They made it very clear that Weapon is totally against what the current Cortana is, kind of resetting that relationship. And at the same time, one of the things that I thought was really interesting was they made it so that the only reason Cortana became the bad guy was when she stopped being with Chief. Right. And so they, they kind of attacked it from both angles. They they exemplified and created the, the relationship between Chief and Weapon, you know, forging that bond while at the same time being like, and this one who went this direction became terrible. She is now the absolute bad guy. And and now she is gone. Um, and then at the end, they made her kind of like the the kind of, you know, the bad guy that regrets it at the last moment and then set everything in motion to rebuild. And And, and I thought that was... You know, that was that was kind of cool. I do agree completely that I think it speaks so highly of a franchise when the main character can say so little and have it mean so much. Oh, yeah. All all of the like there were a few scenes where he would just say like literally a few words. And it's like those few words have made me feel more than some games entire monologues towards their end, uh, which I think is is really impressive and was done pretty well. I, I, I thought that was great. Couple that with the fact that I think this has probably the best gameplay of any Halo. I loved it. I yep. love their new interpretation of it. I love the open world feel. I think it's great. The only other thing that bothered me a little bit was twofold. I, I'm hoping they revisit a lot more of that time in, in future DLCs and stuff because so much seemingly happened between Chief being in space and Cortana going like completely rogue. That, like I feel like we've literally seen like 5% of it. Like, And there's so many questions. And then the thing that bugged me the most is how did Cortana get captured? They never really talk about that. They just kind of, like, they, they right. talk about Atriox. like, great, now yeah. I've beaten you, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, she literally, like, killed planets with guard. Like, <laughs> what? Like, they never, maybe that's going to be talked about more later and something is, maybe that plays in the next game or something. But it was really weird to me how Atriox was just like, yep, I beat you now and this is what's going to happen. And it's just like, how? How did he do? She's a freaking, she's like a, an alien juiced up AI. Like. It was yeah. very strange um, how they just kind of like glanced over that. Um, so I am hoping they get into that a little bit more because that was, um, yeah. That was a On top of that, everything else was good. I, I like, I like, I think, I think the endless of the precursors. We ended up watching this big, big lore video oh, yeah? before uh, we played this. Dropped some super interesting stuff. Like, like from the books or something? 
it was it was from the books it was it was everything like yeah. the, this one guy brought them together in one video where basically like the precursors had the mantle of responsibility and then the forerunners took the mantle of responsibility from the precursors and then wiped them out and what's even crazier is the precursors tried to come back by what they did is they basically atomized themselves into like particles and over millennia or, or a long period of time, they were going to re-coalesce back into their beings. So the whole plan was that the precursors shattered themselves into like particles. And then the plan was to get back together, but it didn't work. And instead, the particles invaded other species. Huh. And that's what the flood is. Got it. So it's like an amalgamation of bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like the atomized, like biological remnants of the precursors. So, and and the the uh, the, the the forerunners actually like tried to imprison and destroy the precursors. So my guess is that the endless is somehow trying to bring them back. She keeps talking about writing the mistake, right? The forerunners and like you know they said the, the the whole thing at the end with the court and stuff. Which, by the way, interesting little tidbit. Um, I also thought they were doing timey wimey stuff at the end, but as somebody pointed out to me. There's a really good chance the dialogue is from a different time, but the video is from. Present. Yeah, that's what Chat told me. Yeah. So yeah, because I at first it was like, "What is Atrox doing in the past? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not okay with this." Yeah, you know. But um, yeah, I, a lot of people pointed out that they were just probably talking about they 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 were saying what was happening in the past, and Atrox was seeing the ramifications of what they were talking about in the present, which is why they were kind of overlaid like they were. So enough, the non-legendary people don't hear that. It yeah, was, so the non-legendary people see Atriox, but they don't hear the dialogue. Yep. Okay, that's an interesting so that way to was, do it. That was apparently the, the little tidbit there. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, TLDR and everything, I, I thought it was great. I thought the story was good. I really like how the game feels like a soft reset. Oh, to be yeah. honest, it feels 100%. like a soft reset on the whole franchise. Yep. In terms of getting new players caught up, resetting the relationship with Cortana, um, making sure people know what they're going on. The gameplay has been soft. Like, so much about this is a reboot. Uh, even the structure of how they're delivering it is a reboot. Like at first when I finished this, I was like, man, this should have been called Halo 6. There's no question it should have been Halo 6. And then all of chat brought up the really good point where they were like, well, actually it's Halo Infinite because Halo Infinite is something they're going to build off for the next 10 years. And the major campaigns that would be releases are just going to be DLCs to Infinite. Right. It worked here. So like if they want to keep doing this, like, cool. You know, maybe maybe we'll see more of a kind of building progression of the systems where... The other Halos were so wildly varied and different. Sometimes it threw people off. Like now we're going to get a much more kind of smooth delivery along a sliding scale instead of like just big schisms every time. With new, brand new mechanics and new ways to do it. And now you can sprint. You know, like like that. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So, I, yeah. It, anyway, if we get up, like loved it. Yeah, if we get like an annual or uh, every other year release of a brand new like Halo campaign and it's in this game, I'm super on board. Uh, as long yeah. as they make like some small little changes to it it's not the same thing every single time and even if it is i'm still yeah, super oh, on board but yeah um i think that's a, an interesting way to deliver a single player experience these days also my hope is that now we have an established environ with this ring uh we have a lot of established enemies with the world that's going on my hope is that we'll see a lot speedier development yeah like now instead of them having to make like a new game every time like now they have this nice big foundational sandbox and they can just kind of like build off of that. You know, they can use a lot of this stuff over again. They can use a lot of the same enemies. Like, like it's all going to be exactly the same. So hopefully we'll see more of a kind of conveyor belt of the story that lets them deliver a lot more interesting content. quicker. Yep. Yep. I agree. It was good. The other thing, the games uh, we've talked about it to death at this point, I think the entirety of the internet has, however, 
I tried to go back and play some multiplayer. I was uh, bored at night. I was like, yeah, hey, let's go play some multiplayer in Halo, see how it goes. I don't want to play a Halo where I don't have a grappling hook all the time, 24-7. Like, that, <laughs> the single player honestly ruined all sense of interest in the multiplayer from playing it. I definitely watched a lot of the uh, Halo Championship series over the weekend, uh, and I guess the finals are later today, but I cannot play it unless there's a grapple. Um, so I hope that that becomes a thing uh, in the next Halo multiplayer, but it probably won't. It's too much of a departure from what Halo actually is. So, anyways, that is our Halo multiplayer or single player spoiler discussion. Zeke, let's jump yeah. to you. Oh, okay. What, uh, what, what do you want to do? Where should we go? Should we do Indie Sunday? Should we do Stasis? Uh, uh, oh. Well, hey, dealer's choice. I'll let you pick. What do you want? Let's let's do Indie Sunday because I I've watched good. again uh, doing doing trailer time uh, three times a week. I watch so many trailers, and every single time I'm like, I bet you Zeke's gonna play that. I look over here, Heavenly Bodies and Arkville. You played both of these. I saw trailers for both of these. Uh, so let's start there. How was uh, how was Arkville? Let's start with that. Arkville, uh, Arkville, like. All of the games, excuse me, all the games that I played uh, on Indie Day all had their own levels of charm. Not a not a real big stinker in the bunch. It was a good it was a good day. Nice. Um, only only got to four of them, oh. which normally I'll get to like five or six because there's at least one or two of them that I can't stand. Yeah. Uh, but Archvale, starting with that one, uh, Archvale is, uh. Well, take up your weapon in this RPG bullet hell world and embark on a journey to right wrongs from long ago. Only you can defeat evil forces and blah, 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 story, whatever. Um, it was developed by Eidos and Fops, published <laughs> by Humble Games. Okay. Uh, it's $14.99 on Steam, and it is a, it's an action RPG bullet hell. It's, it, it reminded me a lot of uh, Enter the Gungeon. Some people have, have said it's like a, uh, nuclear Throne, if Nuclear Throne and Zelda had a baby, which is that's pretty, it was just sort of accurate. That's a pretty great review of a game. <laughs> yep. It is, and it's 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 really good. It has everything in the right place. Um, it's not doing anything like uh, super out of the box thinking or anything like that, but it's it's a solid bullet hell game. It's it's got a, a nice difficulty level. I played it on normal. There's a hard setting. I played on normal, and normal was pretty difficult. Uh, a couple of the places. Um, the thing with this, uh, it being an action RPG, though, rather than something like a roguelike, like uh, Nuclear Throne or or um, uh, Enter the Gungeon, you can level up. So you can come back uh, if you if there's a boss that you are having trouble or. or whatever mini boss something section that you're having trouble with you don't feel like you're leveled enough you can well not level up but you can level up your equipment that's basically how you level up is Got you um there is a there is one element that is added to this that is not in a lot of games like this where uh it's gathering so you have to like oh uh shoot i'm, I'm shooting like i have a magic rod i have the snail rod and you can choose that or you can choose um a sword a spear a bow a boomerang like there's all kinds of different weapons um but uh i made the snail rod by killing or by uh, uh breaking down like they're basically like uh, uh iron ore nodes but they're shells 
but they also have iron ore they have gold they have onyx or, or obsidian they i'm uh, sure they have all kinds of different shit and you gather up those you take them into town and you make yourself weapons armor yada 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 if you want to make them better there is an armor smith and armor, armor weaponsmith in town you take those created items to him and he he can make them like plus ones and whatever um so there is a gathering uh aspect to this but me being someone who almost immediately turned off by any sort of like gathering like here take two rocks and a stick and make an axe like it's really streamlined really straightforward it's just That's basically cool. like bust this thing grab five of these once you have 30 you can make a thing it's not like you have to have like all kinds of i mean the recipes do get more and more complex but to start with it's very very simple and super fast um it's i didn't feel like i i uh had to had to grind uh materials also i think i'm not positive but i think that there it's a set number so like when i went back to these areas they didn't have those nodes anymore oh, so i think there's okay. a there's a finite <laughs> number of gold ore that to be found in the world i'm not sure if you can like get it from enemies later or whatever but when i went back the enemies had respawned but the 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 ore veins had not so there could be like you know just a limited amount so you, there's no like farming or grinding or anything like that right um but it's the one of the other things that i really really like you start off and you are fast like this is your movement speed and it's great um sometimes in in action rpg games you have a, there's a tendency to make the characters slow to start with and then give him like speed boots or something <laughs> like this one you start off like it might happen you might get speed boots later but like you start off pretty fast which is excellent um i'm always a proponent of make make my sprite move faster no matter what game it is i just want to move faster um and this game does a very good job of that uh and it clips along it doesn't it doesn't uh do too much in the way of uh bogging you down with story it gives you like a couple of lines here and there from different characters like ah go out here and do this by the way i'm you know here's a tidbit of information about the you know a little little flavor text about the place <clears throat> and then you're done and that's it i'm like oh it's perfect great and i can go back out and you know get back into the bullet hell of it um but yeah it's super fast paced got a, got a good difficulty curve um and it's a uh, constant non-stop action which is is super important to me like even when i had to go back to town i didn't feel like it was going to be a long trip it's not like all right we're gonna be relaxed for a long time no, it was like five minutes go back upgrade shit buy new shit come go back out and get into another dungeon nice so yeah really 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 fun game um i think it's priced right at, at 15 bucks i'm not sure how much content it is but uh it seemed like it the, if you played it on the hard difficulty there would be plenty of hours because there was a a uh <clears throat> a, a boss enemy that i came up against that took me quite a few tries i want to say like at least a dozen tries um to beat it oh that's right i forgot this there's these little uh uh ch trial challenge sections yeah where uh you just have to avoid like you run around and you oh there's a dash by the way it's, it's a it's one of those games that has like a, a, a dash dash dodge like a, um you have iframes 
so you can like dash around those three little green dots that are my hearts you get three of them before they uh need to be refreshed sure. um and periodically you'll find these little like gem statues uh around the world and it's just a, a matter of avoiding all of the the projectiles the bullet hell projectiles and co- like collecting the gem nine times and then going uh to you know level three or level two doing it again and sometimes they have three levels or whatever but it's a cool little like mini game break from the uh action you don't have to shoot or anything in that you just have to run around and avoid shit and i liked it i liked the the little uh little break from um you know runny shooty to just like you know that's the zelda hectic, part of hectic it. dodging yeah yeah it was yeah. good 15 bucks seems like th- how many bosses because I think I saw a handful of uh, folks fighting. Uh, I don't know if they were end game bosses or what, but it mm-hmm. it seemed. You mentioned bullet hell, and that mm-hmm. seemed like true bullet hell. <laughs> it seemed like just a nightmare happening on screen. Did you happen to run into yeah. that? Yeah, there was a couple of sections where, um, and it wasn't necessarily like the boss can get pretty. The bosses can get pretty hectic, but they know that you have to be there. You have to keep coming back to it. So. There were some sections with just trash mobs that, like, flood eighty percent of the screen with just huge, like, like Moon and Night bullets. Like, it's like, look how huge the bullets are. There's no way you could avoid them. And a lot of times, you walk into a screen, you're like, "All right, what's next?" Do 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 do, and then you just just like you get like just just perforated by a million bullets. Yeah, this is one of the bosses. Yeah, the old ghost crab. Um, and this was, this is the one that took me, took me several tries, many, many tries, uh, on normal even. And it's, it was a lot of fun to, to figuring it out. Very frustrating. Um, but also very rewarding once you get it done. It didn't, it didn't seem, you know, uh, mechanically it seemed very solid, very responsive. Every death was my fault. Um, there were a couple of times where I was like, it didn't read my input, but you know, you know, take that for what it is. Yeah, that's uh, we all do that. It's just salty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My mouse didn't click, but I clicked it. Yeah, so I did. I told him press the dodge. I did. <laughs> um, and also, like, if you don't have the proper armor on, like, I think I'm wearing like spell like cloaks or uh, robes, and they they up my damage, but they provide like almost no protection against things. So if I get hit, I get hit hard. So I'm glass cannon. Uh, that's the build I chose. Oh, that's another thing. You can show. You can sort of choose the build you like, huh. uh, and uh, the uh, uh, method by which you you uh, fight the enemies and stuff. You can do uh, melee, uh, long range, and magic are the three like main uh, as attributes or sure. whatever to weapons that you can upgrade stuff. So, like if you pick up a power up or a badge, is what they're called in this. And it says, um, and I had a little argument with chat about this, but uh, it says plus 10% damage to range. And I'm like, great, that'll work for my spells. My spells are ranged. And everybody says, like, spells aren't ranged. I'm like, they're magic. I get what I get what you're saying. <laughs> I understand, but spells are ranged. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, can you like can you just like separate those? But yeah, so there's ranged, melee, and magic. Those are the three stats that you can boost uh, attack-wise or weapons that do this particular sort of damage. So, Sweet. Um, yeah. 15 bucks also on Game Pass. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, you can get it on Game Pass awesome. right now. Yeah. Forgot about that. 
This, this seems I like I forgot a... about that one. I said, hey, Chad, remind me if this game gets voted in, remind me it's on Game Pass. Yeah. It like, seems all like right, a winner. Failed. All right, let me get it purchased and downloaded. And by oh, the time I had already purchased it, <laughs> they're like, hey, it's on Game Pass. Like, well, shit. <laughs> eh, I, you know what? After playing it, I don't regret buying it. It's, it, it's, a, it's a good game. Yeah, it seems very well made. Seems awesome. Yep. Uh, the other, uh, you said you played it. About... multiplayer. Good question. Um, oh, I didn't even know I... that was an option. So, yeah, shared split screen co-op. It says on their, on their, on the Steam page, remote play together as well. Oh. Which is awesome. Sweet. So I guess, yeah, I guess there's multiplayer. There you go. Probably makes uh, hard a lot, uh, a lot easier. Jesus Christ. If I pass out, it's because the dog just farted and I'm about to die. <laughs> I'm just, this is, whew. Let's talk about the next game. I'm going to stop Check's in the mail, Ollie. Check's I'm, in the mail. I'm going to stop. Oh, my God. I'm going to stop breathing. <laughs> Heavenly bodies. Talk about it. Heavenly bodies. Now, this game is, uh, the best way I can describe it is co-op in space. Oh, it's, wow. Uh, you control your your hands. And you control, uh, well, the basic controls are move your hands with the sticks, grip with the triggers, and you can uh, push off with your legs if you want to. Um, but I, I didn't find pushing off of the legs was, was very useful. Wait, can you swim back? Yeah. Now, first of all, <laughs> there is a setting in the game that is, uh, this is classic mode, but there is also a setting in the game called newtonian physics which means that you can only you're only it's it's as close to physical like actual uh space uh space walking reality as you can get in this yes in classic mode yes you can swim and i fully recommend if you're gonna try it out do it on that one first because (laughs) it's not easy either way this is fucking hard and it is frustrating and it's also hilarious um, <laughs> to try and get this, like, get your your astronaut to get out of, like, a hatch. Like, your astronaut, just, just say your astronaut's six feet. The hatch is, like, five. And just getting him out of that hatch is a fucking, if you don't, like, get the hang of it, it's a fucking nightmare. The first time you want to leave your ship or go outside of the structure that you're in, Try, just trying to swing yourself out it's a fucking hassle man but it is it's fun um because it's one of those games that's like all right it's really difficult but once we get it you're just like cheering once you're like all right get that and grab that and you're like sweating you're like because any at any fucking moment you could accidentally hit the wall and shove yourself back <laughs> and then you're like fuck and you got to figure out like you gotta swim back, and if there's not enough room, you gotta like finagle your arm over this. Truly, is and, that's in what, space. That, yeah, that's why it's so rewarding when you actually like get something done. And uh, I would fully recommend that if you have someone to play this with, this also has co-op and remote play. Um, if you have someone to play this with, do it because uh, you struggling, or excuse me, the other person you're playing with struggling makes your struggling sting less because you know you're not <laughs> just an idiot. Like, this game is hard to control, and that's, like, the gist of it. And 
as much and the thing is it's so strange to me as much as i rail on games with bad controls imprecise controls if they do it on purpose somehow i'm okay with it i don't know why <laughs> like <laughs> well it's because you have no one how it's fine you know what to blame then right yeah yeah, yeah. and everybody who wa everybody watching understands they see you and the other thing is like they do allow you to orient your camera so you're like your feet are down your head is up right if you want um and that helps a lot but if if you're playing co-op you got to be conscious of them as well you got to be conscious of their orientation because you could fuck them right up and they can you know go like push themselves off a wall they didn't mean to you know um but they give you all these like these simple missions where it's like go out there calibrate this these three antennas and then <laughs> you see this happens a lot where you're just like okay i'm out in space let's see which arm um oh and the thing that really messes you up a lot is uh the orientation is you look at your right and left arm but when you're upside down they're the opposite of what's on your controller right yeah so it, fu it fucks you up and it makes you like okay which one and you have to like i uh, this is what i end up doing I end up like gently wiggling one to see okay that's it's that one okay and then i get and then i start you know using it or whatever um but it's it becomes a, a hilarious thing just trying to open something or you know extend or push or anything like that everything becomes you know a, a complete chore but also you know super rewarding once you get it done and also like trying to move around without uh any like walls or something like just out in the middle of space you end up doing some pretty funny like little dances and jigs and stuff like that's i mean that's what like, space is like right <laughs> flailing out in space yeah, yeah that's why every time i've been there it's like that yeah 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 we've all been up on the uh, <laughs> ship so oh you guys I'm, I'm on the waiting list yeah you guys already been up okay. yeah we did we did we were up there with um, shatner we were they they wouldn't allow <laughs> us to take our our uh, helmets off though did you call him the shat no, I just took a shat and said, "Sir, that was for okay. you." That's in your suit. Yeah, yeah. And they the yeah. ships get the suits get rid of it. Yeah, right. They get rid of it. <laughs> They're like still suits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The people who made this uh, Two Point Interactive, same people uh, behind uh, Two Point Hospital, right? I think. Uh, that I would sounds imagine. right. Two Point Interactive, Two Point Studios, but like I looked at their their Steam library, and this this is the only game on there. But yeah, uh, it is developed and published by Two Point Interactive. It is uh, 1999, and uh, I had a ton of fun. Uh, it played with one of my viewers, Vile Dreams, um, and he played on keyboard and mouse. And don't do that. Do not do keyboard. <laughs> okay. This is not a keyboard game. It's not keyboard friendly at all. This is definitely a controller game because you need the the little like, you know. Uh, the full like 360 motion that that a, a stick will give you, you know, a joystick will give you, sure. rather than you know the WASDs to try and go up, down, left, right. Right. Um, that makes sense. It makes it way more difficult on keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Uh, and then I played a little bit with Classy Packs, and uh, we had a we had a blast just RPing like, uh, like inept Russian cosmonauts that you know pushed each other around and fought <laughs> all the time. It was great. It was a lot nice. of fun. Nice. Uh, well, we'll come back to Indy Sunday. We'll give you uh, give you a rest, uh, and then we'll touch base on the other two games. Co, without spoilers, how's the Final Fantasy going? I think you're seeing how it's not going well. How it's hard to talk I about actually, that game. <laughs> I I I made chat riot uh, in unintentionally 
as I got to the end of a of a certain area, and uh, I did the big the big dungeon. Yeah, and saw the big cutscene afterwards, and apparently, like after that is when things are supposed to like like and um <laughs> and i had to go so i at that point like stopped the playthrough and i was like okay i gotta go and chat was like no you will do the next cutscene. you will do the next cutscene." um very very uh i didn't do the thing and so i'm i'm very was that after the level the 87 dungeon i want to say it is i think it is um oh oh yeah that well okay i understand both yeah. sides yeah it's very it, much you uh, had to go and it's a very long cutscene. so <laughs> i really had to, like i had to go um the, the cutscene at the end of the dungeon kicked me over so like by the time i was actually outside again like i had to leave i had to turn off the stream and go so yeah um but i will say that i am very interested to see apparently i'm at a really good point or something yeah. big's about to happen so i'm i'm looking forward to returning to it hopefully tomorrow afternoon i think um so yeah excited about that and uh besides that chugging along man um i will say i feel like there was some great information in the area that i just did but it was it did drag just a little bit like there were definitely a few times when i was kind of just like all right come on let's go let's go let's go like like I, you can tell when you're kind of on the cusp of something really big happening so i i think i was kind of getting i got so much in the like ready to see that right that it kind of it, it was affecting me a little bit um but that being that being said, I am really excited to continue. I I think I'm about seventy to eighty percent through the uh, expansion, and I am very excited to finish it. If you are reading it all out loud, you got about fourteen hours left. I'm not actually. Oh, if, it, if it's not pertaining to like what I'm doing at the time or clearly main story stuff, I generally just kind of like either summarize it or kind of click through it and you know say, okay, now we're going to go do this and you know that kind of stuff. Like probably got about eleven or eight, uh, eleven or ten then. Yeah. I, I've, been, I've been told about three or four more days. Yeah. Also, I'm a bunny girl now. So that's fine. Oh, nice. How are you liking your... Oh, well, I was I was a bunny girl for a while as well. <laughs> Zeke didn't know that. How are you liking yeah. your, your life as a bunny? Also, why not I bunny have, male? Uh, bunny girl because we ended up... I ended up doing a a um, a fundraiser a few days ago for World Builders, Patrick Rothfuss's charity. And we ended up surpassing $60,000 raised in four hours, um, which I was thrilled about since I, I really didn't give my community oh. much notice at all before the stream. So it was, it was really good. So the, uh, oh, the deal was pretty a, yeah. yeah, it was a charity stream. And um, oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you should. So, it, so now uh, I, the, the way that I feel about uh, the bunny girl is um, I have an adorable ass. Yeah. And you can't wear helmets. Yeah, which is uh, you know I lived the bunny life for all of Shadowbringers, and I got tired of not wearing helmets. So yeah, now, hold on. Yeah, you can't wear helmets like cosmetically or functionally. Uh, cosmetically, helmets don't oh, show okay. up on the models. Oh, okay. don't show up. Yeah, hopefully they get added in later. But you know, ears are a a thing. I was hoping it would be functionally, so they would force people to actually you know take that shit off. <laughs> no uh oh real quick while we have a while we have a second um i misspoke earlier uh there is a two-point interactive and a uh two-point studios totally different things oh oh they haven't sued they each other not... yet for names wow that's weird well Take one two. is one is two point all spelled out e-w-o-p-o-i-n-t uh what's like two point hospital those guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's 
that's two point games, I think, right? Uh, two point studios, all spelled out. And then the one I played, Heavenly Bodies, is from 2PT. All one word is 2PT Interactive. Um, so totally different things. My bad. I just had to correct that or else I'd feel bad. There you go. Uh, while we're on corrections, um, I did earlier say that my character had an adorable ass. Some people were confused, thinking I meant that I had a small, cute donkey pet. No, the butt is great. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, great butts, uh, Sifu, let's talk about it. Uh, oh, <laughs> dude, this game is awesome. Yeah, Sifu is cool. It's it's like Absolver was like their test bed for learning how to do like super cool combat, and then Sifu is like the they story made a game version of it. <laughs> oh man, dude, awesome, awesome music. Uh, the combat system is super cool. There's some great mechanics that kind of progress your character along. Uh, when you die, you age. And like as you get older, you do more damage but have less health. <laughs> so I'm blind. Like a, a, uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. This this screen was weird. What um, the fuck? Yeah, Why very, would they do that? It's very bright. It's very bright. I have no idea. They need to like gray it down a little bit or something. And you um, left and left it on the screen. <laughs> I did on purpose. Actually, I did. I was I was like, let me blind you, and I left. Uh, but no, there's there's like a full combat system. There's a full leveling system. There's a, clearly a story with, with a bunch of characters. They don't really get too much into it in the in the preview. It's just like there's only like one thing and one little level, like a club scene. And uh, but yeah, dude, I, I I kid you not. I sat here. I did the preview the first time, and I got to like age seventy five. Wow. And just getting through it, and uh, the game crashed at the end because I was so old. I think I had a heart attack. And I came back. <laughs> And ended up, I kid you not, I sat there and played through the entire exact same preview area, each run taking anywhere from like 30 to 45 minutes. I think I did it like five times. Damn. Like it was, it was just a huge amount of fun. It is, it is a super, super cool action beat em up game. Uh, there's some great music in it later. Uh, it is, it, it, man, this one's, this one's going to be something special. Does it, uh, like, do they have difficulty settings or was it just start and that's it? Like, you just play? No, it's just, it's just you start and you start playing. Yeah, I didn't, okay. I didn't see any difficulty settings at all. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a parry system. There's a directional blocking system. Ooh. So, like, like you can, like, you for can honor tap. style directional blocking? Kind of. So you can tap to block or to parry. And okay. if you, and the parry's super tight. So, and if you pull a parry off, you can do like a counterattack, you can do a directional throw, that kind of stuff. But then if you hold, then he does like a standing block. But then as you're blocking, if you use the, the control stick, then while blocking, he'll also like, like move out of the way. And, the car- and you'll know you- it works when the other person like doesn't attack and like you turn white and like fade it out. It goes, it goes, and if you do a successful one of those, then your block doesn't cost stamina. You don't lose stability, as oh. they call it. So it is, it's a pretty cool system, and it seemed to work really well. Um, it is mixing up mostly light attacks, heavy attacks. You can pick up weapons. You can also uh, utilize environmental weapons and, and objects as well to like throw them at your enemies and, and do stuff like that. But yeah, dude, I had a huge amount of fun with this and it is, it is right at the top of like some of my most anticipated gameplay of, of next year. It's really cool. Oh, great. They, uh, they put out a trailer for this and touted, uh, they had like a, I guess it was a Kung Fu master. I forgot exactly what his like rank or belt or whatever it was. Uh, but it was basically the guy that they motion capped for all this stuff. Did uh, did you find yourself like finding a move or a combo and just using that over and over, or did it seem like pretty fluid and you know organic? Not as they really. Like to say? 
it's it's a very uh, a very interactive combat system to where it's it's the kind of thing where where you are in the environment, how many people you're fighting, what direction they're coming from. Um, there's not only like the block and parry mechanic, but there's also a dodge mechanic that really helps with positioning. So I I mean there are a few combos that I kind of like comfortably came around. Like there's light and heavy attacks. You can do like light 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 heavy, light 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 heavy. You know, yeah. two heavies a light and a heavy. So. But I, I never found myself really just picking like one combo and sticking with it because it seemed a lot of times like it really depended on the situation. Like this part right here is super cool. The music picks up. Do you just and fight everyone? Oh yeah, dude! <laughs> you, you, literally, you literally walk in and you start fighting like <laughs> e like everybody that's there. That's pretty um, sick. Yeah, it's it's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, button mashy? Did it feel that, or were you actually having oh. to like think about your attacks? In fact, my first round, I kind of did button mashing, and that's the one where I got like 75. And then as I learned the combat system, I got better and better and better at figuring out how to do it. And my last runs, I only died like a handful of times. I was like 23 or 24 in my last runs. For my first round, I basically got sold. I had a heart attack, like I said. Huh. So it is it is not button mashy at all. It, like, it is very reactive. It is, it is very positional. And it's like a lot of times, like right now, as you can see what I'm doing, a lot of times I just got back and like looked at what was happening and tried to like find the best point of entry to then go in and engage all the people that are there. So yeah, it, it is, it is, it does not cater well to button mashing at all. If you button mash also, you leave yourself open. Fuck! Um, because oh, uh, <laughs> if you button mash, you leave yourself open a lot of times to attacks that you, uh, like right there, I just like dodged out of a combo because that guy was coming up behind me. Oh I just would have kept mashing. She's and dead. Slamming in the back. Oh yeah. She will all, not yeah, live. They're, they're dead, dead. Absolutely. <laughs> and this, like you're about to see, I think right when I kill this guy, um and yes again they, they are dead um i think this that's when we do like the, the main kind of yeah here we go like this chick hurts i'm pretty sure she has weights in her shoes huh. um oh my lord so you have like these little stylized boss fight things that happen and they have like their own kind of cool move sets and stuff and i'm a sucker for a music fight man yeah this is pretty the music sick. is great it's there's a that dj in the back is just thumping the whole time oh my god he's just this seems really awesome yeah did, uh did you or did they give you any sense of um, like how long? God, they have to fix that all white screen. Any <laughs> sense of how long um, the demo was in terms of the actual game? It's really hard to tell because I'm pretty sure like there was not only multiple areas of this area that I couldn't get to. Like a lot of doors were locked. I did find one key at one point that let me come back and go to a different area. Also, interestingly enough, there does appear to be a slight roguelite mechanic. Where in my heart attack, my first heart attack life, I got a certain key. And then when I played it again, and, and to get to get to that area. So the first round I did, I died a whole bunch of times. So I didn't know what I was doing. I entered that club area with the DJ. And I went to the left. And I fought my way up to the top. And I killed a guy and got a key. And then when I went through the door, which I later learned was basically the end of the preview, <laughs> um, my game crashed. Now, when I came back the second time, I had the key. So that time when I went in... Instead of going to the left where I went the last time, I went to the right and I used the key to unlock a door. So clearly, like, there is some sort of repetitious element uh, where you, you will probably be playing levels multiple times to kind of uncover everything. Got um, it, okay. That being said, it did take, like, 30-ish minutes, I'd say, uh, to make run. it through the level. And from the looks of it, I think I counted, like, you, you get, like, this board. And as you discover more things, it fills in with, like, newspaper clippings and pictures and things like that, kind of showing your progress through the, the world. I think there was like five of those sections, but that of course doesn't mean that's all of them. Maybe there's multiple boards. Like I have no idea. Um, so I, I can't really say, you know, length. I can say all that I played was really cool. 
Yeah. So as long as they keep up like this quality level of areas and locations and, and things to do, like, yeah, I'm sold. I hope there is a lot of it. Uh, Narnon and, is asking if there's multiplayer. Uh, there's not, right? It's single player. I don't believe there's any multiplayer. Yeah, I, I think multiplayer so. was Absolver. Like if, yeah. if the, the combat system feels very similar to Absolver. So if you're looking for multiplayer, I would say that's probably where you want to be. This, cool. is, this is essentially them taking everything they learned from Absolver and putting it in like a story. Yeah. A story with like actual RPG and growth mechanics. Well, although Absolver had that. This one seems like it's probably done a little bit more of a linear way. Makes sense. Zeke, were you going to um, ask some? E, uh, EGS. Oh, oh, okay. There it is. I saw, I was going to ask you, it was Epic Game Store exclusive, but it says uh, on their little ad on, on the Epic Game Store, it does say PlayStation. So I'm, I'm yes. EGS and PlayStation is. exclusive. Not there Xbox, I don't believe. Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not sure. I, no, I, I saw PS4, PS5, and Epic. I guess the big question really for me is, this game comes out on the 22nd. Elden Ring's the 25th. Nope. Probably get. Oh, it's it's not. Google they says, bumped it up. Oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah. Pretty sure they, I'm pretty sure they bumped it up. Oh my I, god! I Google lied to us, chat. It says Sifu initial release date February 22nd, and then right be, right below that in bolded text, it says Sifu launches on February 8th. <laughs> yes, they actually specifically because Good. they announced their release date in February. They were one of the first to announce their February release date. So when they saw Elden Ring and Horizon and Good. Dying Light and all these big titles getting at the end, they were like, oh, hell no. Because that, coming out early. That's what I was about to ask you is like, yeah. does this have about three streams worth of content, would you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just, just to reiterate, like fantastic positioning decision by the devs. Yeah. Like I'm planning on fully exploring this game thanks to that decision. And I am very, very happy they chose to release it early. Yeah, this will be the big kickoff, I guess, for February then, I think. One of them. Yeah, there, uh, there's a couple games. Oh, uh, there's also Dying Light, which is what the second or the fourth in February. Is it? Or did that get delayed? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't oh, looked Lord. into it yet. There's like Destiny my biggest, and first. My first most anticipated is Weird West, but that's in like I think mid January. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, February's uh, crazy. Fourth. Oh, February fourth. Oh, Dying Light fourth. Yeah. At okay. least it says on Epic. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that's going to be big. No, uh, I don't know if you said this at the beginning, um, but uh, is this game, or uh, did you get? Uh, is this a sponsor stream, or is this just they just got you? Got early preview. I I was just given an early preview from the devs. Cool. Yep, yep, there was cool. no sponsorship of any kind. Yep. Cool. Um, oh yeah, then that's right. Lost Ark is on the eighth as well. Fuck. I thought that was eleventh. No? I don't know. Chat saying the eighth. They're jump- take time off or good month. Yeah, they're jump. I feel like everyone, like everyone's going to up until they release. It's all a moving target because they're all just oh, feeling. They're doing three day early access. Oh, okay, that makes sense. They're all just reacting to Elden Ring coming out on the the twenty fifth. Like honestly, like I see why they wanted to get Lost Ark out as fast as possible, but I still got to say, like right before the that rush of February seems. Not great timing. It would have been really nice to see Lost Ark in like early January. That's ex- yes, I one hundred percent agree. Uh, <laughs> and I wish it that makes was me a case. lot less wanted to play because I know that I'm going to have like back to back other games to play. So it's like I almost don't want to get super invested in this MMO and then just drop it for three weeks. Yep. You know, like that's not really. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, Lost yeah. Ark is an MMO. Yes. Yes, big time. I. And yeah. it's also I don't know, like, it's very can, good and has a giant end game. Like there's a sh- yeah. massive amount of content for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
think they drop. I'm it almost afterward. tempted to wait and possibly start it like after the February rush, which means I'm not going to be there on release, which sucks. Yeah. Like that's like the funnest part of it. The most fun part of any MMO is, totally. is the release. Yeah, so it, absolutely. It's going to be a thing. Oh yeah, we didn't even cover this in the news. They stopped. They literally stopped selling Final Fantasy. We forgot to talk about that. <laughs> and hold the advertising. Yeah, that's the part that drives me crazy. Yeah, because you know when you're buying advertising in these companies, you buy them in like giant chunks most of the time. Yeah. The fact that they're pulling them, that means that like they're probably not going to just like be able to start it back up later. Like you know they just lost money doing that. Yeah, they that's just wild. That's wild. It, it's a uh, uh, just an insane. Like that, that went out. It's like, oh, they're they're just not selling the game anymore. You just actively can't play if you don't already have a working subscription. Somebody did tell me about the the advertising stuff, though. Is the, the key advertising they pulled was the stuff about the free trial, which makes sense. Yeah, you can't yeah. actually play the free trial. Like, I can that that was kind of nice of them, <laughs> you know, kind of like don't even try. You can't do it. There's no free trial right now. Like right. it's gone. So it's it's yeah. It's just a, a crazy uh situation I, I was talking with uh danny and he he publicly tweeted which is why i'm okay saying this that he's like we got to go back and talk to them because we have to do another documentary like the first documentary literally comes out right as stormblood is about to come out as they've like kind of built the game back up and the story now would, would just be insane uh where they've actually saved square in a lot of ways and like the game is just so successful, so successful that they've had they had to stop selling it. That's how successful it's just insane. The good news is now Square will have enough money to uh reboot the Deus Ex franchise. <laughs> With NFTs. I swear to God. I swear <laughs> to God, dude. They pull it back and pull some shit like that. You don't oh want to see Lord. I was about to say David Hayter is the who's the main character of Deus Ex? What's his name? Adam Jensen. Adam Jensen. You don't want to see Adam Jensen in NFTs? He'd be selling them. <sighs> God, great dude that would that would be the most ironic like ridiculous thing ever if they actually eventually pull back <laughs> deus ex and try some other ridiculous marketing shit and sink it a second time but wouldn't that oh also God, go dude. against the entire like message of that game in essence if it was like loaded <laughs> with NFTs? Like a corporate like <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man <laughs> Meanwhile, um, you probably have Elias Defexus on Twitter just screaming, I didn't ask for any of this. Stop it. <laughs> oh, man. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, let's jump back over to the old Indie Saturday. I keep saying it. I think I've referred to it as Indie Sunday this entire show. It's now Indie yeah, Saturday. Yeah, me too, dude. Don't worry about it. I didn't yeah. even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your VODs, are, your VODs reminded me. So whoever's naming your VODs or your highlights, they're doing a good job. It's Indie Saturday. Um, don't don't tell him that he'll just get a big head and start demanding other shit. Okay, you so, suck. Whoever's making your vodka you is just the absolute worst. Yeah. Thank Keep you. The bad Do me a favor Idiot. here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one handed clapping. You want to talk about that? one hand clapping? One hand clapping. Yes, one I, hand clapping. What now, even is this? It's uh, you're gonna well, want to have you, right you, you need sound for this. Oh really? Oh, this is. I think this might oh, be. Oh, oh, I. Oh, I've seen people play oh, this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fast forward a little bit. I've seen uh, people yeah, play this back game. On screen. Okay. Yeah. So this game, uh, you explain uh, what it is. Then I'll unmute a little. Requires bit. you to have a microphone, and um, you you make you like sing to create bridges to uh, open doors, all that kind of stuff, and uh, it it kind of. 
it really felt like it could be a very good teaching tool for uh, uh, people who want to learn how to sing and how to change their pitch and match notes and that kind of stuff. I didn't play it for too terribly long. I played it for about an hour and 20 minutes. Um, but it was, like, super fun. And uh, kind of difficult for someone who, like, I used, to, I used to sing. I used to be, you know, I used to be pretty decent at singing. And, uh, you know, after... 25 whatever years of of living a hard life and smoking cigarettes and all that kind of stuff uh my voice is not is pretty pretty terrible at the moment um my singing voice at least and uh so like hitting like high notes low notes and stuff i i could have done it like if you you know talked to me in high school this game would be fucking easy now it's kind of <laughs> hard because i'm like uh, like i can't like get it but uh yeah it's a game where you uh uh, picture a a chasm uh, that raises. So in order to get from your place to the top, you have to go uh, and raise your pitch. Yeah, right? Let me go back to the beginning. To now there's another uh, like picture another chasm, but with like like a big brick wall in the middle of it. So you got to go uh, and like go back down again. See what I'm saying? So like it senses your microphone and draws the image of your pitch and stuff like that. So, um, the, but I just if like you watching watch this thing while muted. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the stream, um, it's, you don't have to sing. It does help, but you don't have to sing. It's measuring, um, pitch. It measures pitch, uh, in your voice. Uh, but it doesn't have to come out as a, as a tune. Right. So you, if you want to talk like this, or if you want to talk like this, It'll it'll register that, so you don't have to be a good singer, um, or super accurate to play the game. It does help, but uh, the other thing that it, that helps uh, play the game is being able to sustain notes as well. So sometimes you have to you know take a take a breath and go, oh, make the platform raise, yeah, and the stuff like that. But it's it's a it's a it's a cool, uh, uh, cool mechanic, and I had a lot of fun doing it. I had a lot of fun taking requests from chat, like, "All right, solve the next puzzle, but sing Africa by Toto." Like, okay, I'll try. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> stuff. And there was a lot of times when I, f- I felt kind of bad because I'm. This is a very wholesome game. It's a very like you like you can play with your kids and stuff. Um, but I there was definitely times where I was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck," <laughs> like, doing that, like that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, I mean, obviously it works. They don't, they don't just yeah. swear words. So, yeah. but it was a lot of fun. Um, one hand clapping. It is, uh, 1499 and yeah, it's a, a pretty straightforward gimmick and, uh, I loved it. I'm going to have to go back and, and watch a little bit of your playthrough. Cause I, I watched, uh, lyric play this, uh, oh, really? a couple okay. of weeks back, maybe months back at this point. And, uh, he has zero both uh he has no voice and he has no musical talent whatsoever uh and so Uh watching him play and the other funny part is initially i think when he played it the game's microphone was connected to his streams audio and so anytime a donation would come in with text-to-speech it would mess with the game (laughs) and he didn't didn't realize (laughs) it as well it's a very funny playthrough 
I was going to tell you this. Uh, uh, so in my channel, if you if you build up enough channel points, you can time me out. Yeah. For five minutes. Right. Uh, but I still play the games because I can't just like stop, stop playing. Yeah. Whatever for five minutes. So like I put up the the shit box image. I don't speak, and I was like, how am I going to do this? But my sampler goes into my microphone. Oh. Like it it feeds into my gaming PC. So there was like you know like uh, show me your butthole. Like that, I was like, <laughs> show me your bottle. Show, 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 show. And then I needed something low, so I did this. I beat the shit out of some kids today. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Made me feel good about myself. Yeah, so like you got Billy Bob <laughs> Thornton for the low if you need to go low. And then I, I was just, I was pressing buttons it's on great. my sampler to get it to, yeah, to get it, the game to work. And it actually worked. It yeah. made it a little more difficult, obviously, but it actually worked fine. It was fun. It's a super unique game, for sure. Yeah, yeah super unique without a doubt uh one hand clapping and then what was the fourth and final game uh uh real quick one hand clapping on steam uh it is 1489 it is developed by bad dream games and published by handy games okay and the last game i played was oh a distant stabbing oh is it is that this yes okay i saw you rage quit this game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, well it's it's one of those well let me read you the description it's it's a it's an app description a distant stabbing a game designed to upset you <laughs> master bouncing your arrows to see how high you can climb ideal for alt tab gaming while you wait for your next match to start so they're like <laughs> what are you queuing that's are hilarious you queuing? this is great final fantasy players check it out if you're stuck in exactly. a queue <laughs> yeah um but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's it is frustrating. It is a very frustrating game. It's it's akin to like Jump King, except this one moved faster than Jump King, and it was slightly more forgiving. Okay. Um, yeah, there's so checkpoints. The basic, the basic gist. No checkpoints. Um, oh. <laughs> the basic gist no. of the game is you fire an arrow, and if your arrow uh, hits something at anywhere like. Uh, Oh, there we go. A flat plane. Like if it hits like this, and you got you got like a little bit of range for it to hit, they kind of like it's like if an arrow would stick into the ground or like bounce off the ground, huh? Kind of a thing. That's where you land. So if you want to go like, and there's all kinds of bouncing planes and stuff. Either it, like it bounces all around, and it can bounce you all the way down to the bottom. There's very much like a getting over it back to the pit feeling if it happens. Well, it looks like every time um, you fall, you're just popping back up where you were. But that's the thing. Yes, that will happen. If you if your arrow lands and your guy can't stand there uh, and slips off and falls, he dies, and then you go back to the place you, you were. So it's forgiving in that manner. However, the way it, it fucks you is <laughs> if you shoot an arrow... And it does it. It starts ricocheting. It can ricochet a lot, and go pew 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 pew, and go all the way back down to the very beginning. And that happens several times. However, it doesn't happen as much as other games of its like. So that's why I, I was okay to play it for a little more. And I actually played it a little bit before the stream today. Like I actually fired it up again <laughs> and played it a little bit until I fell back down to the beginning again. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll try it some other time. The other thing is. There's no save. <laughs> no save feature. So 
You get as like as far as I know, you get as high as you can. There it is. Oh, oh. I didn't oh that's how you fall. But in order to go all the way back to the beginning, your arrow has to hit the ground at an angle no greater than like uh like 45 degrees. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got it. Um, okay. or hit a wall. It, you can hit a wall too. So like there's a certain amount of distance that you can fall bef- uh, without dying. So if you shoot an arrow like like say I'm 6 feet away from a wall and I shoot an arrow directly at it, it'll hit that wall, stop and I'll fall down the the 6 feet. Fine. If I shoot it up and it it's at the uh, good enough angle, it'll hit the wall, I will spawn and fall down and die and then go back to the original spot. Um and when I first started it, 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 it appeared like there was no rhyme or reason to like <laughs> how it worked, how like how when it would ricochet or not. Yeah. But you kind of get the feel for it. There is an amount of uh, velocity and the angle of the arrow itself that will uh, either make it ricochet or make it stick. So uh, if you shoot an arrow softly that it would normally stick. Or, excuse me, you shoot an arrow too hard that would normally stick. Sometimes you shot it too hard. It'll go and bounce off the wall. So there's a lot of finesse and finagling and all that kind of stuff. Couple of things, though. Couple of things. Couple of big, fat fucking gripes. <laughs> One, no save. Fuck you. Two, uh, there absolutely, 100% has to be an emergency death button. You have to have that because I got stuck in the environment two or three times and I could not die or reset. I would have to go all the way back to the beginning. That sucks. Have sure. a, have a un, whatever the unstuck thing is, you know, for like, you know, you get into collision and you can't you just go into the command prompt type unstuck. Something like that, please, please. That sucks. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, that I mean, it happened a couple times. Now, granted, it didn't seem like this game needed, a, a, you know, <laughs> eons of programming. It's a pretty straightforward game with one real, real function to it. Um, but those two things they need to be put in your game: a save function and an unstuck, fun- unstuck function, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's honestly frustrating. Is but it, once you get the hang of it, you're like, oh yeah, it becomes a, like getting over it, jump king, like that kind of thing. Like you understand why it didn't work most of the time, and you're like, oh, and you're praying. You see the arrow going, pam, 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 pam. You're like, please don't hit the, please don't hit the. No, wait, yeah, I can, I can still save this because if it hits something and it's a long enough fall, it'll just put you back at back there. But if it sticks, so it's like, <clears throat> it's like uh, you're down. Playing Plinko on uh, Price is Right. Sure. sure. Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> uh, the name of the game is A Distant Stabbing. It is developed and published by Andy K. Huh. I'm guessing it's one person. Just Andy one, K. One person game? Uh, and it is uh, $7.99. And I love the tags. Difficult. Okay. Precision, uh, precision platformer. Okay. Psychological horror. Nah, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> Trying to nah, get some of that Steam early access uh, money right there, putting psychological war. Oh, Dev specifically responded regarding the issues Zeke talked about. Hopefully, the update is released as he said. Oh, really? Did he? Okay, okay. Awesome. 
Cool. Good stuff. There you go. Before before we close out on Zeke, I would love to hear about stasis. Yeah. Let's do it. I I I I could definitely talk at length about Lisa and Stasis. Um can we do Lisa today and then uh when I finish Stasis we do that? Oh I love you, Cole. I haven't finished. Okay, no, I haven't. I'll be finishing it on Tuesday. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, let me let me not load the Lisa Part Ten the End VOD. Let me go back a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, how's, uh, how's yeah, Lisa? Let's go. Yeah, uh, Lisa is a game that I I know. actually fired up uh, in 2015 because I believe it came out 2014 if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, it's all caps. Let me get to the store page here. Yeah, it was released in 2014. Now, this is not uh, the first Lisa game that I, I was made aware of. Uh, the first Lisa game was called, uh, oh, it was called Lisa the First, I believe. Um, and it was a, like a downloadable, like itch.io style kind of a game. But I, I didn't play that one. This one, this was the only one I heard of. So I played this one. This one's called Lisa or Lisa the Painful. Same thing. Okay. Um, cause Lisa, it always has like a, 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 a subtitle. So Lisa, the painful Lisa, the first Lisa, the joyful. Um, but the tag on the steam page is the miserable journey of a broken man. And that is absolutely true. It is made, uh, I think it was either made or styled, uh, uh, by RPG maker styled after them or, or made by made with using it. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's one of those experiences. I played it uh, 2015 for about two hours. I was like, man, this game is something. I got to come back to it. Took me a long time, but eventually came back to it. Man, I'm glad I did. This game is a game that will stick with you for a long time after. Um, it is weird. It is gory. A little gory-ish. Um, <clears throat> it is sad. And off the wall hilarious like a lot of descriptive words would fit this game <laughs> um it's might be a little bit uh too i don't want to say wacky but like it might be a little bit too uh non-linear like it's it's really depressing but it's really intriguing and uh uh you meet all these different characters and stuff. One of the things that really, really drew me to the game or really like locked me into the game, you gather up uh, party members, a lot of them. There is a ton of extra characters that you can pick up in the game. Um, I think I picked up, oh man, I want to say like 15 or 16 or something like that. And there's like, I want to say there's like 20, maybe 20 something, four? like 20 plus total. You only use four at a time, but that's what one of the things that locked me in this game is there are certain situations where they will die for good. They will be gone, and it's random sometimes huh. or all the time. So, like, you'll come up against a thing, and it's like, that character is dead, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just, I'll just rest. And it's like your character's th three members, and you're like, wait a minute, what? And chat was like, dead, dead. Like, not coming back dead. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, real-ass consequences? Wow. And it's random? Like, there, there's a section in the game where you can lose 
zero or all of your uh no, i mean it's not just zero or all you can zero through all of your uh npcs if you get super duper unlucky um i ended up losing two permanently and i was like permanent oh whoa that's weird i really like those characters now you can go back and save scum it but why do that you have plenty just use the other character having real consequences is fun um I didn't play it on the pain mode because there's there's normal in pain mode and I'm not sure what pain mode is, but people were like, don't bother. <laughs> and I was like, that's good enough. I won't do it. So I played it on the normal mode. Um, and uh, it's it's just great. It's weird. It's post-apocalyptic. It's a it's a sad story of a broken man uh, trying to find Lisa and you and who and what Lisa is. Um, develops as the story goes and uh, it's also one of those like there's no real good guys in the game like you're not a good guy none of your party is really good guys either like they all are kind of shitty <laughs> you know like they all have flaws and they're it's it, you know but it's post-apocalyptic so like you got to do what you do you got to do to survive kind of like an idea um but just to give you an example, like that guy Nern, this guy right here. Okay. Uh, he's uh, I I likened him to. Do you watch what we do in the shadows? Uh, I know a fair okay. bit about it, but I've there, not watched it. There's a guy in it. He he's not a regular vampire. He is a not, not a psychic vampire, an energy vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, what his instead of sucking your blood, he sucks your energy by telling you like talking to you about mundane shit, like and telling you like you're want to die yeah and that's how he feeds and uh that's like you that's meet nerd is. and that's that's what he's like he's like that reminds me of a story and he'll he talks your ear off but if you listen to his entire thing i'm gonna spoil this if you listen to his entire thing that's how you get him to join you <laughs> you can stop like give, give you a dialogue box like i've heard enough and i was like no man let him talk i like it so you let him talk the whole time and it is a lot he's like you know what? I'll tell you on the road. And he just joins you. And you're like, <laughs> oh, well, I'll swell. Okay, cool. <laughs> but like getting the other people to join you and finding the uh, the uh, uh, party members is, is a lot of the fun. Because you never know, like, if you come upon somebody, you're like, is this a fight or is this a party member that I can get? Right. Um, and sometimes it's both. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun game, fun story. Or not fun story. It's a fun game. <laughs> it is a like a deep kind of heartbreaking, eerie, weird story. Uh, I was really into it, um, and it's it's. Uh, I said this on Twitter. It's gonna be it's gonna be a comparison for for me for weird games to come in the future because it's not just weird for weird's sake. It has a, there's a you can see the point to it, and uh, it's well done. It's not uh, just, you know, trying to, like, ooh, we're weirding you out now. Ooh. It's like, that's the, it's a style choice. And that I can drive with. All right. What's it, uh, cool. what's it run? What's hmm. Lisa run, by the way? Lisa is $9.99, 10 bucks. Uh, took me, looks like 20 hours. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, 18 hours, because the other two hours were. Uh, before we're back way back when so it took me about 18 hours to get through it i did pretty well i got um 
Uh, how many of those did I get? I got 44 of 68 achievements, so did 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 all right. About 65% of the achievements, and a lot of those are are you know gathering. I didn't I didn't get all of the uh, party members that I could have. I got shit, but it's a great game. I enjoyed it. Cool. And they have a DLC for it, Lisa the Joyful, which apparently ties up the story pretty well. And I haven't played that yet. Future. That was definitely something I'm, I'm, you're I will definitely be doing. definitely going to in the future. Oh, right. Thank you, Femikuri. The music? Easily some of the best, like, I want to say MIDI, chiptune, huh. like, banger after banger man like seriously some of them will hit will hit me wrong but but too many of them hit me right and you just <laughs> you fight up you start fighting this boss or you enter this area and you hear this tune and you're just like wow with the limitations of whatever sound like thing they were working with fucking churned out some awesome awesome cool Coe's asking, you, you definitely are going to play uh, Lisa the, what was it? Joyful. The Joyful, yeah. Yeah, at some point I will definitely play it. I needed to let that sit, though. Like, after the end of it, <laughs> it's it's definitely it's like. It's like watching the road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I need an emotional break. Yeah. I need, I need, to, I need to go. I'm going to look at baby seals and kittens getting along real quick. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Co, we only have a couple of minutes, but I guess that maybe makes sense for Warframe the New War because you can't really spoil the story or you shouldn't. Uh, how how oh, yeah. is it? Uh, good? Did you it finish was, it? Loved it. Yeah. I did the whole thing in like five hours. It was super cool. Uh, you play a bunch of different characters. The It is it is classic. Like It's it's Warframe at its best. Okay. Um, they have clearly hit their stride in terms of what they're able to deliver. Some of the visuals are fantastic. There's some incredibly cool set pieces. Um, I had a good time with it. I mean, it, if, if you're a Warframe player, it's one of those things that you you absolutely have to check it out. For sure. Yeah. It is. It is. If you liked the previous big Warframe quest stuff, this is pretty much that and a whole lot more. Does it, uh, in terms of like the end game loop, does it add new stuff to that or is it purely just a story? Okay. It's just no, a story update. Like, like I think they added some new bounties and there's a, there's a new frame to farm, but you know, they release new frames somewhat frequently. Yeah. This is like the big cinematic story quest edition. Uh, it is, it is like back, I think it's like 20 missions. Um, and some of them are like really cool. There's a lot of lore, a lot of like, like history and stuff in there <coughs> as well. Um, some teasers to future content. It was, it was really cool, man. I was actually, I went in with pretty high expectations and they were met and exceeded in a lot of ways. Awesome. Cool. And it's fully out, right? Like the story's done. There's fully no, out. Okay. Yep. It is fully out. Cool, cool. Well, I think uh, unless there's anything else you guys want to mention, we got three minutes till the normal end, but we can end early. Any other games? Monkey uh, Island's still great. Yeah, you hadn't finished <laughs> yeah, it Monkey yet, Island. so I was gonna. Have you finished it? Is it over? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, okay. I started. I started Tales as Monkey Island for like a Prime Gaming sponsored thing, just because it was one of the free games that were given away, and that turned into me doing like all of the Tales from Monkey Island thing. I think I'm gonna be finishing it tonight for my cozy stream. Oh, you are finishing. Okay. And sure enough, uh, that has now led into like a franchise run. So starting tomorrow morning, I'm actually gonna do the original Monkey Island, uh, the new remastered remake version with the graphics you can switch back and forth with. And um, even though I'm going to probably switch to Dying Light, one, Dying Light 1 in the mornings because I want to get that all wrapped up before 2, 
I think I'm going to start doing like one, two, three, and four, the monkey islands and kind of work through them. Nice. Good stuff. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was, so, uh, was I you do this, uh, you do rank lol, don't you? Uh, JP. I have dabbled in some ranked lol. Yes. Did you get to like a, a, a rank and you just can't like, it just like seems fucking impossible. Like to get to the next one. Your heart stuck. Is that what you're saying? Oh my God, dude. What are you hard? I got at? up to, I got up to, to gold two. Nine like ninety because it's a hundred point system and I got to like gold two ninety five. It's in TFT, I right? Just yeah, to, yeah team by tactics. Sorry, my bad. Or um, not team fortress two. Jesus Christ! And I TFT. just went on a fucking loss. And, and the thing is, it's, a, it's not it's not a not necessarily a losing streak because there's eight places, but I I definitely did like streaks of like fifth, sixth, fifth, seventh, fifth, like six in a row, and I'm back down to like gold uh uh like gold three like and yeah. i'm just like i'm losing my mind here because it's like one step forward two steps back and it's just like fuck i just want to get to platinum and that's why i keep <laughs> playing because i just want to plat <laughs> yeah and it I... seems like it's lo- it's like different patches affect so much of the game They're like one team comp work and now it doesn't work at all anymore. And everybody's doing the new meta comp. And if you don't get lucky and get the first, you're the first person to start building that comp and get like, you know, the, the highest level champions right away, you're just wasting money. You got to switch your whole strat around and fuck, it sucks, man, sometimes. Yeah. Ugh. But I got to say, I get that, it. I get the heartbeat. Come on, just fourth. Come on, motherfucker, just fourth. <laughs> yeah, I I I was playing a lot. I played a lot of league like a month ago, and then uh, the pre-patch hit, which is essentially between seasons, they put out a patch, and it's not necessarily like proper ranked league of legends. It's off season. They do that so that because the patch and the the updates and all the stuff that they put into the game like kind of break the game in a lot of ways, and so they use that month or so to balance everything out to the best of their ability. And then a new season starts, I think on January 8th or something like that. So I'll probably be playing again a bunch when that launches. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I def, I, I have not experienced uh, a hard stuck, uh, yet, but I've definitely experienced, uh, a loss. Uh, <laughs> in that game. And it's, I, I don't know how it compares to a TFT loss, but it, you get pretty tilted pretty quick. And then you just queue oh, back when up, you get up to s- and you carry that certain- tilt into the next game. And it's, yeah. Oh God, do you ever mother. <laughs> you look at that last team. And he's like, I'm going to beat your ass. And then you try to do the worst thing you can do in team fight tactics or auto chess games is force a team to yeah. happen. Yeah. You can't force a team to happen. Yeah. You have to go with what they give you. And every time I've tried to force a team, I have lost worse than the round before. And it just compiles on itself. And oh yep but when you win and the other thing is the higher the tiers go the lower reward you get for getting good like good placing oh yeah and the bigger the detriment when you don't yep oh man it like i was like silver it's like okay i lost no big deal in gold it's like if i get anything less than a fifth on a loss it's a huge chunk that they take away from you and it pisses you off so bad yep that's honestly that's one thing that uh playing as much overwatch as i did when i was 
like playing a lot of Overwatch, like season one Overwatch, uh, I learned to not carry bullshit from game to game or it'll just ruin the experience. Like it, you have to just, Chad always like, you have to become water. You have to have a mental reset because if you don't, you yep. carry it to the next game and you're just like the saltiest piece of shit ever. And you're joining people that maybe are playing their first game and they're like, let's play Overwatch. I'm so excited. I'm happy. And you're just like, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Put up your goddamn shield. Only let's serious go. players here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I you gotta not be that. Makes... You gotta not be that guy. I know, but like sometimes like, like when I start my first, like first game of the day, like someone will chat and say, what's up, everybody? You know, it doesn't happen very often, but sometimes and I'll be like, what's up? And then like, by the by the sixth game if i'm having a bad day so i'm gonna be like hey guys how's what's up Are you guys doing right and i just i want to tear that guy or gal <laughs> i want to tear their head off and i want to put it in a box and send it GPS to their loved one a la seven oh man it's honestly that's why i've enjoyed final fantasy so much is because there's like i don't get that it's the complete opposite when it comes to uh like emotional response playing the game. Uh, I don't get upset when I play at all. But then I go load up League of Legends and it's like, all right, let's go visit <laughs> Tilt Town, USA. Let's, yeah. let's see how this you, goes. You guys are very brave to do that at your ages and blood pressure values. I'm, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. 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 Very, yeah. very brave. Yeah. Only word I can oh, dude, I that. eat That's so much red meat and I stars. smoke cigarettes, man. I'm not long for this world, <laughs> homie. <laughs> Especially when I play TFT because you'll see the vein. <laughs> it was oh, uh one of the funniest uh, i shouldn't actually say funniest but it was funny hearing aaron tell me this after the fact when we first started dating was when overwatch was uh really big in season one when i was going for the like top 500 grind and she said that uh when she knew i was playing and i would say hey i just finished overwatch she would wait like 45 minutes to respond to me because I was a different, like, angrier person. <laughs> Competition, man. It's a yeah. hell of a drug. It's yeah. a hell of a drug. It is. It really is. It really is. So, yep. yeah. I wish you luck. I, I wish you uh, to not be hard stuck in gold, too. How about that? Yeah. That's your Christmas you. gift, Zeke. Don't be hard stuck. Water. Be like water. Be like water. Be like water. I will let the fear wash over me and through me. Yes. It's a mind killer. It's a little death. That's true. Become the fear. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Without a doubt. Let's do some shout outs. Call it a show. Zeke, you bet. what do you got going on? Where can people check you out? Hey, what is up, everybody? My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at slash Ezekiel underscore III or Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, TikTok. If you want to check me out, I will, uh, for, with the new schedule, I'm loving the new schedule. Uh, today, uh, after I do my shout outs and the, we shut off the cameras here, I start my weekend, which is, uh, you know, like a day and a half, <laughs> but I'll be back on Tuesday. Tuesday, I'll be playing, uh, finishing up stasis, which has been another one of those like hell of an experience kind of a game. Nice. And, uh, I can't wait to see where it goes, man. It's been, it's been eerie and weird and, and, and isolating and wonderful so far. So. Can't wait to finish that up on Tuesday. Uh, and then Wednesday, I have no idea. I got one day planned, and that's it. So I don't know what's <laughs> coming up next for me. We'll figure it out probably on Tuesday. So if you want to check me out, that's where you do it. Thanks for watching. Awesome. Co, do some shout-outs. Absolutely. Hey everybody, my name is Co. 
Nice to meet you. Uh, I am going to be doing Monkey Island tonight. We're going to be doing a jaunt into Monkey Island 1 tomorrow. I think we're going to be starting up Dying Light 1, the DLC on Tuesday. Going to be doing that playthrough, a fun zombie experience as we go into the holiday week. Uh, also going to be doing Monkey Island 1, 2, 3, 4. It looks like it in the Cozies and Day streams. And of course, finishing up Final Fantasy 14 as well. As Also, at some point, going to be checking out the Oxygen Not Included DLC, I think. Diving back into there and seeing how that is too. So yeah. As always, thank you guys for watching. See you next Sunday, if not before then. And uh... awesome. I just realized, I don't know if my dog, if my dog can pick up on my voice inflection changing or when I say the word shout outs, but every time I end the stream, he knows. Mine does too. I don't understand. Like, no. what, what is that? Well, I know I'm can, like, I say the uh, basic, basically the same kind of thing when I end. I do my little, I do this thing. Yeah. And oh, they pick they up on that in. noise. They know they're in immediately. Oh. Yeah. Are we not here next Sunday? Uh, I'll be here. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, the 26th. It's the day after Christmas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Guys, work, we're streamers. We don't, <laughs> we don't yeah, really stream it on Christmas. Like, Sunday, what the fuck? Like, I'm pretty sure it's not Christmas Day, so we, we work. <laughs> I won't be here on Christmas Day, too. Fuck it. Yeah, I ain't yeah, traveling. Absolutely. I'm not going home. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll be here next week and the week after that. Yeah, that's it. We're out of here. Thank you all. Thank Have you guys one. for watching. Have a good rest of your day. We'll see you next Sunday because we will be here for more. Bye bye.